2: feels like work.
3: Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> 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 I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as
1: an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub timer.
4: Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs>
5: I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard.
6: Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks.
3: All right, and another live episode from Downtown Joe's. It almost didn't happen, as, uh, as usually as usually uh, goes on here, except that it was even uh, worse this time, because uh, I don't know what Chad did this time, but really screwed up all the electricity. Uh... <coughs> Chad saved our butts. Colin <laughs> stuck us over in some like we're we're actually broadcasting from the bottom of a nuclear reactor, I think. <laughs> all the, as I'm trying to I'm trying to fix all the sound in here. The, all of the hair on my body is standing up straight. <laughs> and I'm going I don't know what's wrong. Colin he's like, "Well, how about we plug everything into this?"
4: <laughs> and uh, we, we j- have lots of circuits in this building it's a you know hundred year old building so. well, I'm glad that we found
3: one that works uh, so sorry about the delayed start everybody but uh, the show must go on and here we are another great show live from downtown Joe's uh, but this one is extra special uh, special you know we like to get kind of debaucherous when we get here anyway but um, you know this time it's the it's the beer and tattoo show and we're ah. giving uh, tattoos uh, right here at downtown Joe's uh, all night long so if you want come down and you don't have a Hop Grenade tattoo yet, now's the time to do it. And I don't know if you if you knew, but Hop Grenade tattoos, are, are they're the new black. They're like the biggest thing in, uh, in skin fashion this year. So everybody's getting them. And uh, we've got The Rob over here uh, is hanging out giving tattoos with us. He's from Victimized Tattoos. And uh, I don't know, he looks a little shady to me, but most tattoo guys do. Uh, we'll have to talk to him and make sure that he, he knows what he's doing. He does seem to have a clean setup. Uh, he's, he's sterilized his area, he has a massage chair so maybe he does that on the side Um, and he'll be giving hop grenade tattoos all night. So we'll talk to Rob and find out what's doing over there. Did you bring like a portfolio, Rob or somebody who could uh, strip and show us the the tattoos you've given anything like that? No. Nothing. Okay. Well, Bevo might get a tattoo. You might just have to go on faith, uh, Bevo. How hard could it be? It's a hop grenade. I mean, uh, come on. It's a piece of cake. I could probably do it. (laughs) so Bevo our our very own Bevo who is working the chat room today as always you can hit the chat now button on the website if you couldn't make it down to downtown Joe's and she'll send your questions to us I do think uh, that that she's not even on the fence anymore she is getting a hop grenade tattoo tonight live on the air Yeah, that's right now are you going to get it as a uh, I'm sorry she doesn't have a microphone folks she's going to have to speak through me it was part of our technical problems but uh, are you going to get a tramp stamp Bevo he will, no, he will know.
4: now a hop grenade would be the ultimate tramp stamp, wouldn't it? Yeah. How hot would that be?
2: I was thinking about getting
3: one. <laughs> I would love it. Paxton's going to get a fag tag, is what he's going to do. Uh, all right. So no, no tramp stamp. Where are you thinking about getting this lovely tattoo on your oh. armpit? On your oh, on your rib cage on the side. You know, really. Let's talk about this. So I'm okay with the. I think that rib cage tattoos are sexy, actually, but they have to be big. To be sexy. You can't just get a little tiny tattoo on your ribcage. If you're going to go small, you got to go with the ankle or like the back of the shoulder. You can't just get a tiny little thing on your ribcage. Rob, am I right about this? It, it tends to, you need something that wraps around and, and is kind of sexy. You see what I'm saying? And the hop grenade, as much as I love it, is not very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a, I don't know that a giant wrap around hop that, let's face it, one day will turn into a prune will look very good on your. On your ribcage, so you, you may want to you may want to save the ribcage tattoo for something sexier later. I just think about it, all right, and Rob's the professional. I'm sure he can talk to you about where this will look great. No, on, the on the back is your only other choice I see Well but doesn't it doesn't have to be in the
4: tramp stamp area I mean, it could be yeah hey, there's nothing right. sexier than a hop grenade in the tramp stamp spot <laughs> I, I I swear to God and i and I have to say i don't I've not seen one yet
3: so i I think you might be right it I, could be. Sam's got to look at that thing for for the rest of his life. (laughs) Sammy, here's what's going to happen now. Wherever this tattoo ends up on Bevo, for the rest of your life, you have my logo on your wife. (laughs) You will never be able to look at her naked without thinking of me again. And I don't know how that's going to work out for you, buddy. Personally, I'd be thinking about the next Bureau's (laughs) outfit. Not Sam. Sam's been around here for a while. Damn, that Justin. I think it's great. I'm so stoked we're branding you today, Bevo. That's great. You really are dedicated. Not only do you show up every week without getting paid, you're letting us brand you <laughs> for nothing. I might have to. I might have to pay for the tattoo just to make it. Uh, you know, make. I think we have to take a a nice well, We could probably do that. Yeah. I bet you the listeners would uh, help out anyway. There in the chat room. Did we decide how much hop grenade tattoos are going to be tonight, Rob? Is it depend on the size? Did you come up with a price range? Three sizes. The small one is 60, and the middle one is 80, and then for a larger one is 100 bucks. How, how big is the large one? How big of a hop grenade are we talking here? Is it like bigger than a regular size grenade? It's about the size of a regular grenade. That's pretty good, man. All right. And you've got the, it looks, actually, that, I just saw a stencil, and it looks great. It looks just like the uh, the hop grenade. Uh, does it look like an artichoke? It, it does not look, fuck you, Paxton. It does not look like an artichoke. Hey, I've worn my,
2: my hat at the farmer's market, and I had this farmer's like, wow, that's a nice artichoke. Like, you must be what an artichoke farmer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty funny. Bastards.
4: Okay, so so I when I'm in, my, in the aging home, and, and the person's changing my diaper, yeah. I can say, no, it's not a hop. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's an artichoke. You can say that. That's fine. When you're that old, I prefer the other one that it's
3: mistaken for over the artichoke. But I guess it, <laughs> I guess you can tell. That's why you, we
4: all want one. Huh? That's right. I
3: guess you can tell your boss it's an artichoke. That's acceptable. <laughs> then I'll then I'll approve of that.
2: And maybe after 30 years of yeah age, it looks like an artichoke.
3: <laughs> it might then too. Colin, are you going to get a hot? You had talked to me. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but at the uh, I saw you at the Great American Beer Festival this year, and uh, you were having yourself a good time. Uh, you know, I never have a good time. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Uh, you know, there was some slurring of words. And, uh, <laughs> there You were discussing at one point that if I had the artwork on me, you were going to go right then and there and get a hop grenade tattoo.
4: You know, I will end up with a hop grenade tattoo at some point. But not here at your own brewery. You um, know, live on Live on the radio. I, I, I... Not tonight Throw
2: it out there Come
4: on <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that it won't happen <laughs> Yeah
3: Colin's <laughs> gonna have it Once he does a couple of his It's five o'clock somewhere Whatever the hell it is you do When we have to pound a beer uh, You'll be I,
4: I don't know if you noticed The uh, photo from the last uh, time We were here I didn't, no I had like five full half pint glasses. Oh, <laughs> so and you guys it were all could empty. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen.
3: Keep the beers rolling.
4: Yeah, it's it was. Uh, it was interesting. I because uh, you know I drink beer all day long, but it's rare for me to drink beer at night. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you really do it up when you're with us.
3: So I appreciate that. All right, and we do have a listener here today, uh, Stubaka from the forum. He came out uh, all the way. In fact, he's he's about. It looks like he's getting started with his tattoo right now. He's wearing his BNA four anniversary shirt. And uh, after the last uh, show here, when we joked about getting a tattoo artist here, Colin Stubaka emailed me the very next day and said, "I'm in. You just let me know when. I'm there. I'll do it.
4: <laughs> My kind of guy."
3: Yeah. <laughs> so now that Rob came through for us, uh, y- yeah, he got back to me and said, "Yeah, I'll be there." So we're getting our. Uh, uh, StuBaka is starting his his very first. Where's he, you going for the shoulder
2: right there? Yeah.
3: And are you doing the, the biggest one or the sm- you going for the biggest? That's a man right there. Nice. Yeah, don't puss out with that little one. I don't,
2: <laughs> only the webcam on that guy. Only Bevo's allowed to do that. Nice.
3: Yeah, we do have the webcam going. It's uh, Justin.tv/slash Brewing Network as always. Uh, there's no audio running through it today, but you will be able to see the torture going on <laughs> with the uh, with the tattoos. StuBaka, is this your first tattoo? Not your first. Is how? What number is it? Number two. Number two. What's the other one? 49 uh, ers logo. It's a unicorn. That's great. <laughs> all right. So our hop grenades
4: going right
3: right next to the unicorn.
4: <laughs> no, that wasn't fair at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a 49ers.
3: Uh, well, listen, this one uh, won't bring you any more shame than that one. Oh!
4: No. <laughs> yeah.
3: It'll be fine. Maybe this one will be good luck. We'll find out. All right. I'm stoked. This is exciting to see people getting a tattoo. All right, we got a lot of people out here hanging out with us, too. And it's not just tattoos tonight. We are going to be talking a little bit of beer and food with the homebrew chef, Mr. Sean Paxton. Hello, hello. And I'm glad you made it out with us again. It's a pleasure. So, last time we had Sean Paxton on the program, he brought a lot of high-alcohol beer with him. It's really roll, man. Come it on. is. It is really <laughs> roll. And we were also double-booked. We had two guests that day. We did. And so... Paxton got us so liquored up but that by the time we finished with our first guest, we couldn't get to, to Sean's topic. So
2: but it sure made a great show. It,
3: it did make for a bad hangover, a good show. That's how, <laughs> that's how I usually judge it. If I wake up Monday morning feeling real bad, I pretty much know we did a great show the night before.
2: You know, we could have done a six-hour show
3: again. We could have done it, but I I, I refuse to do that anymore. So.
4: <laughs> Damn it. So I've, I've only had to do four-hour shows. I feel privileged. <laughs> you are. It's part yeah, of doing the remote If you guys want to go, <laughs> we could <can>
2: go. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that. Like, I know it's late there. Oh, no, we're ready to
3: go. we got Jack and Co. That's right. So what, did it, what is it that we did not cover that we've got you back for? Uh, it's a lot of Q&A that we're going to do today. A lot of Q&A. Okay. So what happened? Uh, you got a lot of questions from your previous appearance, I think, right? I did, and actually a couple new ones.
2: Okay. So we even have a couple new stuff.
3: Well,
4: and, and you know, Sean's been helping me out. He's been uh, really good about answering my phone calls and text messages and Facebook messages. and Caller ID is a good thing. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's
4: calling. <laughs> and uh, uh, we're working on, uh, uh, always working on improving our menu. And uh, Sean's been really good at volunteering his time great. and uh, so, all the things we do. Uh, so I have questions yeah. left as well. Okay.
3: So, so it's food it? and beer Q&A. And then also Sean Paxton's kind of a master of uh, brewing spicy beers and Belgian style, Belgio-American Amazing. beers and uh, you name it, beers that defy description. So Pax and I were talking before the program and we thought, hey, the holidays are coming up and we can talk about some non-traditional holiday beers. Totally. Um, and even if you have traditional holiday beer questions, throw them at us. We're going to make it a QA and a show. So Chad, who's Running around here somewhere. Here he is, right here. Chad in the uh, hop grenade shirt and the uh, beer connoisseur hat. I have no idea why he's wearing somebody else's hat at a gig. Chad, what did I, what did I not give you enough hats this year? Uh, just see this guy right here, and he, if you've got questions, uh, then then he'll get them answered for you. We'll bring them up here. So anything about beer and food or holiday beers or listen, even general brewing, because Colin Kaminsky's the master up here. He's our mad scientist. So don't be afraid no to get your question show. homebrew questions. <laughs> yeah. Only if
4: we want to get buried in it.
3: Is there a train that's going to go by right now? Pa- yes. Uh, Colin?
4: You're listening to the wine train. Oh, Jesus. They whine all the time. <laughs> <you know. laughs> Can I make some... get the beer train tonight. Yeah, let's change the name of it. We're, we're we're on the beer train, they're on the wine train. Why? Did
3: I piss on the floor inside last time? Why am I outside this time, Colin? What um, did I do?
4: Um I I think the I I I do not follow football and I apologize <laughs> to all those football fans out there. I think the uh there's a football game that's more important than beer tonight.
3: That sucks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> NFL. <laughs> they they decided to do Sunday night football. What the hell is that? Yeah, we have Monday night football. Why the hell do we need Sunday night football? Exactly. It's been all day. They've had it on. It's yeah.
3: actually really nice outside. I'm kind of stoked to be out
4: here. Yeah, no, and and you know what? It's a great uh, opportunity for us to uh, look at the patio. So
3: good. Plus. Uh we don't want people dripping blood all over your floor while they're getting tattoos, so it's probably a good idea that
4: we've, we've got you outside. You know, we actually uh, promised Joe that we would uh, uh, cordon off that area and only put a cam in there. But How did that go? So Joe, the owner of, of Downtown Joe's... Who's I'm, very conservative, I might add. Yeah, I've
3: met him, and he's, he's quiet, and he's conservative, and he's direct, and I'm curious how the conversation went when you came in and said, so Joe, <laughs> me and Justin have a really good idea.
4: Uh, we're gonna We're going to tattoo... <laughs> people in your bar restaurant his exact comment was um, that you can't make this into a tattoo parlor if you do one it's fine ah, i see and i decided that was if he only caught us with one we we're fine right? <laughs> right so whenever joe walks in we're still cheering for the first tattoo that's right, right. All right. Yeah. yeah
3: all right well, that sounds good to me. That's a pretty nice man to let you do that. Because i, I got to be honest. I would have said, F you,
4: Colin. You can go get your own restaurant if you want to do tattoos. You know what? Uh, we actually looked into all the health code issues. And uh, we, we looked into all of it before we decided we were going to agree. Was there a specific section somewhere in the health code that said tattoos are okay? Or there just wasn't a section that said they're not? There wasn't a section that said they're not. I <laughs> and 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 Rob was... Uh, 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 uh new from his training that he's allowed to go wherever he has certain uh, tools okay uh, that allow him to sanitize his work area and things oh, got like it. that and and uh, you got chemicals yeah right <laughs> <laughs> he's got lots of alcohol over there and, and then it's fine
3: it's yeah. all fine isn't it rob no worries doesn't matter that we're outside germs are blowing around in the air. <laughs> don't worry about it It's it's, it's
4: only wild yeast yeah we yeah. can clean that thing out when it's done. <laughs>
3: rob how long have you been giving tattoos don't say a week 12 years wow years. how old are you you're not that old <laughs> what, you started giving tattoos when you were 14 15 really uh, just what just out of your house with like a homemade uh, pen no I, I started here in Napa now so started in Napa here. what at a shop here in Napa um, yeah. no I started shopping out w- of a garage out of a garage <laughs> <laughs> and then he was at Monkey Wrench Ever in prison? Did you ever give tattoos in prison? (laughs) It's too bad, because I think that's a badge of honor, Stevacca. If you get a tattoo from a guy who started in prison, it's a man. All right. Bevo, are you still thinking about uh, where you're going to get this? Have I changed your mind? Yeah, now you're starting to think about it? Not yet. What about right on your boob? What about right there? Side boob. No
4: Cleavage. Cleavage. Hop grenade right, I'm just in, the, trying right to, in the middle. I'm just trying to help
3: out the people on the webcam. I don't care where you get it. I just want to try to look out for my listeners. Now you're thinking of the center of your back. Right in the center. You don't want to go, like, up high on the center? No, right smack in the center. Oh, how about
4: right on the back of the shoulder? The
3: Back of the neck? I don't want to see. How about the back? How about, like, a teardrop? How about right there? Like a, like a gangsta teardrop, but it's a hop grenade. you you won't. Do? <laughs> she doesn't want that. All right, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, we'll take a break. Apparently, Sully, the great Sully... Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you. Tonight's show, it's brought to you by anheuser Bush's B to the E. That's right. Another energy... I'm kidding. It's not B to the E. Apparently, nobody here listened to last week's show. So, last week's show uh, was not sponsored by Extreme Monster Energy Drinks. But not all of you <laughs> got the joke. And... A couple of you, uh, we'll call our slower listeners, uh, sent me some hate mail. And, and, About Monster? And couldn't believe that I am such a sellout and, <laughs> to quote, a pussy and a bitch. Uh, to to sell out to to monst- to extreme monster uh,
4: energy drinks. Okay, so let let's sort out you know truth from fiction here. So you okay. are a pussy and a bitch. Right, but, oh, but, but it has but nothing to do with me selling it. How many did <laughs> you, didn't you sell out? Yeah, well, thank you, Colin. You sound like my mother. I'm glad you're here to support me. So no, I love Justin. Uh, so, uh, uh,
3: if, you're, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that a couple of weeks ago, we, we did a really great show uh, where we had Rock Art Brewery in here. I love that I can hear the uh, the tattoo gun going over there, and it's kind of making me want to get a tattoo, I have to admit. So uh, we had Rock Art Brewery who had a you know they had a battle going on with Monster Energy Drinks. Uh, over, it was a copyright issue, and they made a big stink about it, and they won. And we had them come on the show, and then we had Annette Barron come on and talk about her movie Beer Wars which is obviously about the smaller uh, beer companies against the big ones. And we did this this really – And we had Peter Hoey from Sacramento Brewing Company yep. come in and talk about supporting your local brewery because breweries are closing. Right. Uh, so we did this you know, sort of serious uh, – What I, felt, I was really proud of the show. I thought we got out a good message. Our guests were, were fabulous. And, and listen, I can't be serious for that long, so I thought, what better way to screw up a good show uh, than to come back the following week
4: and convince everybody that we're now sponsored by Monster Energy Drinks. But well, I, I certainly communicated with Monster, and I communicated with uh, Triagle, who distributes Monster in my area. You told them to suck it, right? Uh, yeah, well, I, I told them that I was very disappointed in their choices. Yeah, that's the and, same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and, and I told them that I was going to make purchasing decisions uh, based on their choices. Did you get a response? I did. I got responses from Matt. I got responses from Triagle. Wow. Um, I got responses from, uh, 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 what's a microbrewery? Uh, from rock Art From rock Art Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got responses all the way around. Okay, and uh, and and they all told me um, the exact same thing, which right. was um, uh, rock Art filed for uh, a, a specific legal agreement that was going to be in conflict with Monster. They right. were trying to protect themselves. Um, everybody reacted uh, as we did, um, as I think we should have, and uh, and Monster backed down. They did because and the
3: man needed to get his copyright on on the beer regardless of whatever conflict so yeah they did back down and and it's all resolved
4: um I, I you know I if I would have been in charge of monster I would have made the same decision so yeah. you know it, it's uh uh I still won't ever drink Monster. Sure. However, but if I was it CEO awful. of Monster and they were paying me $2 million a year, I would have made the same decision. <laughs> you might promote it. <laughs> well, and let me say this. If
3: they were paying the BN $2 million a year, I would have sold out.
4: <laughs> In a
3: second. I don't care. You could all stop listening. I don't care. It's fine by me. So... I, we did this spoof, and and we and we went through the whole beginning, and we were kind of over the top about it, like you would be. We changed our intro music, nice. um, and then at the break, we, we we created commercials that were just they <laughs> well, they were ridiculous. That you couldn't possibly believe that Monster Energy Drinks was creating a homebrew kits for you to buy at your local homebrew uh, shop. Are, are you trying? But to that's be what the spot Saturday was. Night Live, sure, is they doing? were hilarious. I don't care what you say. And uh, what was another uh, one was homebrew kits, and another one was maybe that they were coming out with a beer that was really, whatever the F it was. It was was obviously a spoof. And then finally, at the very end of the commercial break, just before we came back to be serious, there was a legal disclaimer that essentially said it was not sponsored by Monster, (laughs) and that anybody without a sense of humor, including Monster, should suck it. And And you still got email. And still, because what happened was people got about 10 minutes in, and at first they went, no, no, no way. And then we we kept it up. And we kept it up for 40 minutes. So finally, I think what happened was people just tuned out (laughs) and they didn't wait for the punchline they didn't wait for the break I have postings on my webpage (laughs) I have postings on our Facebook uh, where people were just calling me names they couldn't believe it and all I could think was no faith. We must be so douchey on this uh, program that people think they—they they really think that it'd be that easy for us to turn into real douches. <laughs> so I just thought you have know, no faith in us whatsoever, and I, I really—I reevaluated my douchiness for about eight seconds, and then I realized just eight. Yeah, and then I was like, that was funny. And I don't care.
4: So yeah, just a few I, I, I changed my Facebook profile with an Annie monster uh, symbol. Yeah. I saw that. Well, the people who were posted the, the
3: emails I got actually had Rock Art Brewery avatars, <laughs> so it was like close to home. That I, I mean, they were ready to fly off the handle at somebody, and uh, and that somebody was give me, me. a chance. Come on, do oh it. man, they were. Some guy wrote on our page, uh, yeah, "I'm from Kansas, and I, you know we have a lot of home brewers around, and I will never." tell anybody about your program again. I won't promote you. (laughs) You got And all I could think was, I think the exact same thing that you do, man. That was what the spoof was about. But what are you going to do? If I didn't piss anybody off, it wouldn't have been worth it. That's kind of our motto around here. All right. All that being said, apparently Sean O'Sullivan, Sully O'Sullivan from the 21st Amendment, one of our real wonderful sponsors, a man who's helped keep this show in business for years now. Uh, I guess he has a great big giant announcement huge I tried to get some info out of him like he did like he tried to get info out of me last week Uh, like I wanted to know if if he was going to come out with a line of energy drinks he wouldn't answer he said I had to wait and find out
4: you know Uh, the rumor that's been going around the bar is that he's pregnant really (laughs) it could be it could be all right,
3: so Sully's got a big announcement for us. We're going to do that just after the break. Uh, I need to let you guys know, uh, Jameel and I uh, are going to Milwaukee Northern Brewer. Another one of our wonderful sponsors is opening a brand new homebrew shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, we will be there for the 13th and the 14th. Uh, Jamil's doing a brewing demonstration on the Friday, the 13th. Nice. Wow. And, uh, I wish I could be there. Uh, yeah, That'd be right? kind of fun. They're setting up a homebrew system for him. He's going to be there. I think he's got someone else doing all the work. He's going to stand there like a Vanna White type of character <laughs> and say, what he. You have to do.
4: You know what? I, I I've known Jamil for twelve years, and he's made some of the best beers I've ever drank. Yeah, and uh, I've never seen him brew. Yeah, he's a lazy douche. Let's face it. You know? <laughs> but when he brews, he makes great beer. He, he must brew hundred brews a year.
3: Yeah, no, he, he does must. brew a lot. Yeah, especially now that he's retired. And now well, he's going to get back into the brewing seat. <laughs> kind of love that
4: one, huh? Yeah. So now, gonna, now uh, so uh, so he's retired. He might come. He and, might show up. And tonight. he's not going to enter any competitions.
3: Apparently, Tasty and I aren't buying it. Uh, I think he might take a year off from competition, but he'll be back. He can't. What's he going to do?
2: Commercial. Maybe. He's too lazy for that. I had beers with him the other night, and he was telling me, I'm more busy now than when I had my day job. Is that right? And I'm like, come on. He's like, no, really. And I'm like, no, nah, I understand. He's not doing anything. He's he says he's doing stuff. He's hanging out at home. He's,
3: uh, he might show up later on. We'll find no. out. We'll, well, uh, we'll I'd put him on the it. spot. We'll find out what he's doing. So we're going to be out there. Uh, he's going to do a brewing demonstration on the 13th, and then we're going to do a live Jamil show on Saturday the 14th. So it'll be a good time. Come on out and see us. It's a, a brand new shop from Northern Brewer in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So our listeners out there, uh, come on out and join us. We'd love to meet you. We never make it out to the middle of the country. So. Are you going to have tattoos here? I doubt it. It's the middle of the country. I don't <laughs> even think they allow tattoos out there. Do they? It's very serious business out there. Not to mention that it's going to be freezing cold. I think I'm going to wear a parka the whole time. There'll be no skin or tattoos. Uh, all right. We have new Brewing Network shirts in the store and more on the way. More are supposed to show up this week, so uh, go get them. Uh, they're great new shirts. I'm wearing one right now. Very sexy, as you can And you know what? If you
4: come down to Downtown Joe's, you can buy a Brewing Network shirt.
3: That's right. I just dropped off a fresh batch. And hats. And hats. So you can buy them from Downtown Joe's. You can buy them from our store online. You can get AHA memberships through us. Just hit the AHA logo on our homepage. Brew your own magazine. Same thing. And you can send show ideas and information and insults all to our wonderful producer, Chad. Chad <laughs> at the Brewing Network. <laughs> he's the one who does all the booking. Uh, Chad's leaving for we don't even know how long s- tomorrow. He's driving across the country with some broad he met uh, on the corner. And uh, he's going back to Connecticut to hang out with the family for Thanksgiving at least. But you don't have a flight back yet, Chad? Uh, yeah. You know, rumor is uh, you're not coming back. You're not bringing your truck. You're not. You're just. It's just a rumor, he said. All right. So, But you don't know how long you're gonna going to be gone. So this this whole show could could either fall apart or be very, very successful in your absence. That's true. We have to bet on... Uh, we should make a Chad pool. We, there's two Chad pools. <laughs> will the show finally succeed? And w- <laughs> will Chad come back from Connecticut? These are the two things.
4: Okay, well, so the show's already successful, so...
3: Well, we'll see.
4: Uh, we've seen. It.
3: 20 minutes late being successful today.
4: Yeah, well, you know, that's because Chad was having a beer with me. We were hanging out. You know. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's always somehow Chad's fault.
4: Well, <laughs> Chad's, my fault. I gave him the beer.
3: Chad is leaving for a month, but uh, at least a month or something like that. We don't know how long. Uh, but the show will go on. He's going to book us a guest for next week, and you can still send him show ideas. We're off Thanksgiving weekend like normal human beings, and we're going to go do something with ourselves other than beer radio. Um, all right. You can also send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. And I just have a couple of things really quick. To let me read through the feedback for you. I don't have all our fancy feedback music today. Sorry about that. But one of the feedback... Uh, thank you, perfect, Colin. Colin's good at this. Colin used to be in radio. I don't know if you knew that.
4: No, I was never in radio, but I was married to somebody who was, or still is. So. How
3: come you haven't hooked me up with this lady to uh, get me uh, uh, back on the fast track?
4: Because I actually really like you. <laughs> I see. Gotcha. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> I appreciate that. That says a lot.
3: Alright, so I, I don't know if you tuned in at all last week, Sean Paxton, but uh, one of our East Coast listeners, Sheen, had sent in uh, a beer that he brewed, and it was based on your saucer full of secrets. It was almost identical to your saucer full of secrets. Awesome! And uh, we tasted the beer on the air, and he had put Belgian candy sugar in there, and Dark Candy, Inc. is another wonderful sponsor of ours.
2: Great stuff. Brian Mercer is just a great guy.
3: Right. And so we had given Sheen uh, some Belgian candy sugar, and he, he had put it in the beer. So we were evaluating it for for Dark Candy. He wanted nice. to, he just, we give away this candy sugar every week, and all that that, that Dark Candy asks is uh, that they get feedback on their product. They really want to know how it works in a homebrew setting. So, so Sheen sent in his beer, and then he wrote me a note. He said he was uh, blown away by the amount of time and attention uh, we gave tasting and evaluating the beer. Uh, I can't tell you how valuable that feedback was to me, to hear both Doc and Mufasa say it was great beer, and ask, uh, they, that they asked to have more gave me a chubby. He says. So, <laughs> yeah. But he does have a couple of follow up comments. Uh, he says Everyone mentioned that I used an excessive amount of sugar, but Paxton's recipe called for a total of 30% sugars. You betcha. He says I actually modified his recipe to contain a total of 22% sugars. Now, JP made a comment about Paxton probably having a higher efficiency than me. And he says that comment was right on. Paxton was, used, was calculating an 80% efficiency, while mine is 71%. Wow. So I upped the amount of base grains in my recipe to account for this. Our original gravities, though, were still pretty close. Uh, Paxton's being 1094, and Sheen's 1092. Close. He says, even though I mashed at 154
2: degrees, is that what you do as well, Pax? Uh, 154 and then 158. Okay. But actually I do a 120 or 95 dough end, 122, 135, 144, 148, then up to 165. You do all the rest. I do. Okay. It helps to really dry the beer out and actually get everything out of the grain. Okay.
3: Well, he says, even though I, I mashed at 154, I still got my final gravity down to 1016. Perfect. After fermenting at a steady 68 degrees for two weeks. Um, and he thinks that you stepped up your temps to 80 degrees or so and finished at 1022. Does that uh, sound I'm right? At
2: 74, I think, is about as high as I got on that one. Okay. But when we did it at uh, Firestone Walker, we got up to 78. I uh, know, actually, it was 82. 82.
3: Okay.
4: And
2: uh, and what, what did kind you? Of FGs? F cheese. On that one, I have to double check. I don't have that on top of my head. Okay. He was thinking 1022
3: based on what he ma- saw from your website.
2: It was uh, yeah, it was around there okay. for uh my homebrew, but for the commercial beer it was different. It was di- Okay. Yes. Well,
3: this, what ended up happening was we were kind of saying that it's, it was lacking some malt that we wanted in there. It was lacking a bit of that. It had the, the, the sugar sweetness, but it was lacking some malt. And, and I don't know if that's because he finished lower at 1016 or... And
2: that could. I mean, definitely the um, residual, you know, maltiness could be definitely gone by that point. But okay. also, too, depending on how old it is, you know, letting it age a little bit longer.
3: All right. Well, he really just wanted to say thanks and pass along his thanks to uh, Mufasa and the other brewcasters, Doc, and everybody who's tasting it. Tasty Chad was in there. Uh, I have another bottle of syrup, he says, and I plan to uh, brew a simpler recipe, probably a double, so we can expect another bottle, and that's from Sheen. That's great, Sheen. Glad you enjoyed it. And one more piece of feedback before we move on. Uh, this is another congratulations for uh, uh, someone who's done very well in competitions. Let's see. Justin, you dumb son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand how you've done it, but the BN Army is an awesome force, and the Brewing Network's an amazing source of knowledge mixed with dumb shit. It's wonderful. Uh, I just wanted to write and send some specific things. Um, I won a local contest to have my oat pale ale brewed at Empire Brewing Company Microbrewery in Good Syracuse, job. New York, which is great, great to hear here i'm completely stoked uh, but i could have done it without the army thanks to mcgruffis he's one of our listeners uh who uh got me intrigued with an oat pale ale before that i i thought oats were i thought oats only belonged in stouts and breakfast cereals also to Jameel, I know he gets a lot of props, and, well, he deserves it because he rocks. He and Rock Candy, John Palmer, uh, their Brewing Classic Styles book, uh, available in the Brewery Network store. He actually wrote that. Thank you for the plug. Uh, help me understand what ingredients to tweak in order to get the beer I wanted. And then he thanks me uh, for doing the show. Uh, oh, and something to JP. Um... JP, something about homeless bums and touching them in wrong places. Rock on, uh, the BN. That's from uh, Brew Engineer. All right. A lot of things to do today. we got tattoos going on. How are you feeling over there, Stubaka? Uh, any pain? It's it's no pain. Is he a bleeder? Not a bleeder either. All right. What part are we on here? Are you still doing the outline, or have we gotten to some color? All right. Justin.tv slash Brewing Network. You can see it on the webcam. And Bevo still deciding on where her tattoo might go. Did Sam have any say whatsoever in in your ink about where it might go, Bevo? He did. He has some say. (laughs) Sammy says the nipple. Leave it to Sam. All right. A quick break. When we come back, Sully's got big news, a big big announcement. It's very big. It's Bigger than Sully's head, I hear. I've been That's with giant. them all weekend. You knew so. I was going to do it, didn't you, Sully? All right, hang in there. It's the Brewing Network session live from downtown Joe's. We'll be here all night. Come down and get a tattoo. One dollar beers for the rest of your life, or at least while Colin's alive, if you have a hop grenade tattoo on your body. Come on down. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the the brewcasters. The brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
8: Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tail Wagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Members Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, Food and music. Downtown Joe's, the award winning brew pub where you'll feel at home.
0: Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. White Labs, it's all in the vial and Army members. Are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate shipping and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit nicobrew.com. That's N-I-K-O brew.com for your hops and more. nicobrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business.
3: The Brewing Network, saving your life one beer at a time. All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Live from downtown Joe's once again. Be our last uh, visit here for the year, so you still got time to come out if you're in the area. And we did have a lot of BNR show up as always, so I'm um, happy to see you guys out here. Uh, there's Woo-hoo. only there's not enough of you getting inked as far as I'm concerned. Is there anybody else out there? Going to get a tattoo? <laughs> I'm not sure that Rachel actually meant she's going to get a tattoo. I think she just meant. Woo! <laughs> yeah. All right well we 'll see what we can do. Uh, I think Sam should get a tattoo. maybe it'd be wouldn 't it be cute if you and Bevo had matching tattoos. No. You could have one on your uh, sack for example, and ah. uh, Bevo I think has decided where she 's going to get hers. she's still uh, she said she 's leaning towards the uh, hip part of her ass right there on the like just like kind of right at the belt line above the belt line a little below. Yeah. It's a I see. She's going for the fat area so that it hurts less, she said. All right, all right. So if obvious thong ever comes out of your pants, it'll be just below obvious thong. Good. Good. Nice. All right. Sean Sully O'Sullivan is joining the program right now. And I find it interesting that uh, somehow I either either Sully
1: moved to Napa and didn't tell me or stalks <laughs> us every memo? time
3: we come. Every time we're at Downtown
1: Joe's, Sully, you show up. That's because you uh, we won't do the show at my place anymore. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what happened. That's, That's the only true. way I can you know be on your show at another place. That's true. We haven't been uh, back yeah, to the 2 a since. It was since like the BN2. Our, first anniversary. our first, first anniversary. First anniversary, right. Yeah. Uh, wow. And I, I thought I did something wrong. I don't know if I you know, think. Went good or bad there, or right. something like that.
3: So, are you taking notes about? Uh, I, apparently, if you abuse me and throw me yeah. outside in the corner, I, just I have come to back.
1: S- screw the power up, <laughs> have things go wrong. Yep. You know, hire a tattoo guy and uh, yeah, and then you know you'll come back. But I,
3: but Colin is very good about keeping us uh, our glasses full. Yeah, and so that helps. That. Yes, you know, uh, we do have to come back to the two Yeah, you actually.
1: should definitely come back and do a show sometime.
3: We had talked about it a while ago. We it, it just didn't happen yeah. officially. But I would love to, Sully, especially since I feel like I. I owe it to you now that you've been out here all seven times. <laughs> I know,
1: it's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, what's really funny about this tattoo thing you got going on here is that there's a window that looks inside the restaurant, so yeah. you have people on the other side, people that would regulars at the bar, <laughs> and they're like they're looking in on, like it's almost like we're watching a caged animal like <laughs> yeah. at work in there. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, how's
3: it going over there, by the way? Is this Dubaka? Are you feeling any pain? It's starting to itch a little bit. When I got... I, I went over at the break to check it out. He's still on the black outline part oh, of the hop grenade. Just went... To, now, that, that's what I was going to say. That's why it hurts. I was fine, too, with the whole outline situation. Uh, the tattoo guy kept asking me, are you all right? I'm going, hey, I'm fine as a piece of cake. The second he brought out the three needles together to do the color bit, oh, I cried like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> like a little sissy. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's hurt. And then all of his sympathy was gone, because I kept saying, it's fine, no big deal, and And I was like, oh, yeah, that hurts. And he's like, you'll be fine. We're almost done. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, you're feeling it now. Shut up. Get out your checkbook. (laughs) (laughs) Green. Bright green. You need a beer. Are you not, Rob, is he not allowed to drink beer while you're tattooing? Is that the the deal? I do see on your card here that it says, uh, let's see, clean and safe environment, uh, no drugs, no alcohol. Eighteen and over only. That's just on the card, though, right? You don't mean all that.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was asking my tattoo guy about what about what about those tattoo shops in Vegas? You know, it, I was wondering if it's a law that you you're not allowed to have drunk people, or if it's just a choice. And as Rob's uh, confirming right now, uh, shaking his head, it's a choice because it's a big mess. I think if you're on alcohol and he's and the guy, my tattoo guy mostly said you just don't want to deal with drunk idiots. What? Yeah. He says you don't want to deal with someone waking up and realizing that. I had to deal with that anyway, and I was sober. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I get your point. So this guy said, I said, wouldn't you make a lot of money if you were tattooing in Vegas? Because people just coming in all night long. And he said, you couldn't pay me enough money to do that, to deal with those people coming in drunk and, uh, and, and upset in the morning. They come back in. What would you do to me? <laughs> I did exactly what you asked me to do to you, you retard. <laughs> all right. So check out Victimized Tattoos. Uh, victimized Tattoo. Right? Oh, no, I got it right. Victimized Tattoos, uh, which is where the Rob is from. And uh, you can go to myspace.com slash victimizedtattoos and see his work. A few listeners at home are wondering about our poor and innocent Bevo with her uninked skin about to be marked up by the Rob here tonight. Good Lord. Then you can, you can check him out on MySpace and see if uh, you approve of his work. Will Sully uh, get one? Uh, no. What about no, a, no. Now, now now Nico got the the yeah. brew free or die. Yeah. Will you get the
1: watermelon? I got a watermelon tattoo on my back. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. well, you
3: don't have to do the pink color. It's already there. <laughs> it's, <true.
1: laughs> it's a good point. You know, yeah, just just color it in a little bit. It's cheaper. Green, He'll wearing, just like, put the black and green seeds. on, and yeah, you That's might say. Absolutely no way. In fact, Bevo, if you want me to play your father right now, we'll have a little talk outside. You shouldn't do it either.
3: <laughs>
2: Let's get silly drunk. Come on,
3: uh, Bevo did say she called her mother. Uh, the way here, and asked for permission, which
1: I think is very ladylike
3: of you. Well, can I please get a tramp stamp? All right,
1: very nice. Yeah, I have of you. strong feelings about that, which I'll keep to myself because you know, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a religious thing, is what it is, Justin. Right. Yeah, I, mean,
3: I will tell you, Sully, it would be hardcore if you got a giant uh, tattoo uh, of the watermelon on your back. i I'm, sh- I'm looking at pictures here. I did. Oh, are you already posting them? All right. If, uh, friend Colin Kaminsky on uh, Facebook, and you'll be able to see pictures of Stubaka getting his tattoo. I took a couple, too. I'll try to get them posted for you guys. Uh, you know what they really want is a picture of Bevo with her belt halfway down getting her tattoo. <laughs>
1: The window will get crowded. Yeah.
3: (laughs) All right, Sully, have I built up your uh, announcement enough? Yeah, I feel
1: like I uh, I might disappoint here. (laughs) What I was going to say is I've been hanging out with Sean Paxton for the last two days. Actually, this is the second time we've been in Napa. We were here yesterday as well, and we've been to the Oxbow Market, which is right down the street here, and I I feel like we're kind of like this really weird gay couple. And so I thought I was going to just come out and make you look awesome. that way too. Stop yeah, we went we, we shopping together. It's a fatted calf, which is this great meat place. And Dean and, and, and Luca. And, rea- and I was saying, "Oh, he likes that." I mean, just, I was saying these things, and I was like, "Good God, what's going on?" Yeah, okay. yeah, that's and we disgusting. were almost sober at that point. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
3: No, Paxton doesn't like it that way. No, he, he prefers he... it fattier.
1: Yeah, he likes the uh, charcuterie with the uh, more fat in it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and stinky cheese. Make sure it's real stinky. Yeah.
2: Good thing I like the aged balsamic. <laughs> Why yeah. the age joke? Why the? <laughs> (laughs)
1: What are you doing to me right now, huh? Paxton is a youngster. You are so Uh, not getting it tonight. (laughs) Absolutely oh, not. Damn it. He's, he ruined it. He's a power bottom. Paxton's wife is here, you know. She's okay <laughs> with it. She's distracted <laughs> She's with the child. She's not listening. <laughs> She's busy with the baby. What happens in the meat store stays in the
3: meat <laughs> store. <laughs> Especially uh, in the fatted calf. I did see that sign on
2: the window.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. And, and so, we've been on the all-meat diet, too. Yeah, so it's yeah, God, you
2: guys are going lots smell. of meat.
1: So, for, so, so the big announcement is this, yes. basically. And, this is, and it's a treat to come on here and tell everybody about this. I haven't told anybody about this. Very few people... Uh, know about this And uh, I thought it would be Kind of fun to come down here And share it right now Live With you all Because I'm a big supporter Of the BN Army You are After I tell you It'll be blasted All over the country Of course It will be um, And by the way The monster energy joke Yeah I, I, I didn't get it I, I, know, I know you didn't that get
3: it uh, Shat told me That you came up to him Like so so what? Am I not a sponsor anymore, or what? Am I? I don't get it.
1: Well, what, what, the funny thing is a because you didn't
3: wait for the punchline. No,
1: because well, first of all, yeah. Uh, but uh, I was in bed. Uh, oh. No, the thing about it is that I was happy for you. Actually, <laughs> I could kind I of was tell, that guy because I was like, God damn, yeah. $70 million? Why not? Let's, you know, It'd see, be great. Who cares?
3: Well, and here's what I didn't know about you, too, Sully. You're generally really good with me doing bits, and yeah. I can always count on you just to play along. Yeah. So when you called in, I thought to myself, either Sully is being really good at this bit, <laughs>
1: or, or, or he's be. genuinely he, he, happy well, for I, me selling out like a douche. Yeah, I didn't hear any of the preamble of the show. I didn't hear any of the songs. I didn't ah, hear any yeah. of the, the uh, spots or anything like that. See, that was so, the joke. I, yeah, I didn't. Uh, right. So I was just playing along with you. like Because you know, we've talked talked about the business of the BN, yeah, and so I was excited for you, and then you, and then I found out it was a joke, and I was like, oh, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, well sh- you were the only one who thought that. It was just me and Nico's hops and <laughs> downtown Joe's and <laughs> That's B3, right. and we're you're sitting all, around the table playing poker again. <laughs> you're all still
3: together with me, Sully. Sorry, buddy yeah
1: anyway, so the big announcement is this uh, i 've been working on this for about nine months now, um, and i 'm excited to re- to to report to you right now that uh, our beer is now going to be available on Virgin America.
2: Ah, yeah. Right on. So, yeah. I knew
1: it. Yeah. I knew
3: yeah. it was going to be yeah. Virgin.
1: Fly Virgin. So you're going to be able to drink a 7% alcohol, IPA yes. in a can on Virgin. So ah, that's the airline. big news. So, Jess, yes. yeah. it, like, uh,
3: it looks like you're flying Virgin home from Connecticut.
1: <laughs> and you get up to JFK
3: there and fly home Virgin. And, and, awesome airline.
1: And the irony of the whole thing, there's a great backstory to all this, is the whole thing started on Twitter yes really? the, the the whole the whole thing came together. the whole deal came together like this. I was flying, and you know as you know, I twitter a lot. I talk to you about you know the hamburger I'm eating the uh, you do you know whatever's going on in my life yeah uh, my coffee issues, my sleep issues, <laughs> whatnot
3: so it's how uh, we know you're so neurotic
1: yeah exactly absolutely we've, we've learned a lot about you. Now. so anyway i I, uh, I basically twittered an experience I had on virgin, and they Followed me back if you know anything about Twitter. They followed me back, so I d- did this thing called direct message. And so I sent them a message basically. Okay, I said, Hey, what's the deal? You only have Heineken, you only have Miller Lite in your flights. And uh, you, you know, you're I'm a small craft brewery, uh, near where you are, they're headquartered out of Burlingame. And uh, they put me in touch with the guy in charge of the of in flight, is what it's called, uh-huh. and uh, basically the in flight experience for the uh, the guests. So I uh just met up with him and it turned out he was a fan of the Twenty First Amendment and lived down the street from the Two One A. Wow! Sat around and uh, it, and Nico first of all wasn't really on board with it because you know he's you know Nico uh, web, you know he's skeptical one 0. he doesn't know anything about virgin or anything like that yeah. uh, throwing him under the bus right now. So you still have to page Nico to get a hold of him for uh, you have to beep him. I have to. He has a pager and he has like he actually has a cell phone now. Remember those big you know long ones with yeah. the big like yes. you're calling incoming fire on the on the battle line. You know it has a strap yeah. so you yeah, can on the shoulder. Exactly.
3: Still has that. It, has a it, it cost him $8 a phone call. Yes. Stop calling me, Sully. It's
1: $8. It only picks up, like, in one spot in Fresno. <laughs> actually, I think that's the only phone they have in a Fresno. That's probably I why he wasn't right.
2: on board, because, you know, they don't fly to Fresno. Yeah.
1: So. so anyway, so I uh, met with them, and then we all went down there, and we did this big presentation of them, and they tried the beers, and then it all just kind of came together. And now that we're actually throughout the, we're, we're distributed throughout the country, that we... Uh, we actually are in the, in the uh, markets that they fly into. So okay. it worked out really well. It's just really exciting. I, the funny thing is that, you know, I always do things with, with this business sometimes because I, to affect a personal, like, thing I want to do. Yeah. And it's like. So but it works out for it you. Works, Thank
2: God yeah. you do, though. So
1: I, I thought it'd be cool to, like, do a photo shoot. And we're going to do this. We're going to have a photo shoot with us on, you know, on the ground with the planes and the big tail in the background and the whole thing. Nice. And, uh, but my goal, like, the way I wanted to do it, I, I said, I think it'd be really cool to, like, walk around these planes, whether they're on the ground and check them out because I'm kind of a dork about traveling. Yeah. And so I said, how can I do that? Oh, I'll get my beer on the plane, and then we'll do the photo shoot. So I had this whole like, convoluted idea <laughs> in my head. And then you'll just keep wandering. This is what goes and on at 4 worked. o'clock in the morning when I wake up. You're going to get and, arrested. Yeah. And so we're, we're going to do that as well. It's going to be great. That's You're going
3: to be awesome. crawling around on the landing gear.
1: And the <laughs> yeah. the so headline will, that. Yeah,
3: your photo shoot will never make the light of day, but your your mugshot will if you go crawling exactly. around that airport. Gotta be careful. Yeah. So yeah. both beers, right both the watermelon no, no. wheat.
1: Just just the IPA. Okay, great. See the, I don't know if anybody knows anything about Virgin but there's kind of this new lifestyle um Airline, in a lot of ways, and they create a great guest experience. I mean, they have absinthe on the plane. They have got this this great system called Red, where you get to like easily that. look look at uh, watch movies, order movies, watch live TV. Yeah, uh, order your food right there. Order your food right there. The food's delicious. Uh, it's just it's a just, it's great great edible. experience. I've never flown. And now over they now. actually
2: have a good beer on because yeah. I've been flying a lot, Sully, just yeah. like you have. And when there's no good beer on on the on board it just it sucks and i'm yeah. just so stoked how much
3: beer does this equal i mean how many flights are we talking here are we are, is this now half of your production is going to no, go to no. these they're not that they're Three not cases. selling that much
1: beer <laughs> you know they they probably i think well, I don't have the figures right now in front of me, but um, it's not a whole lot of beer. It's more of the presence I think in a lot of ways. I mean we're excited to be there, but it's neat to be sort of partnered with this this with this group because they are they are really <clears throat> kind of in an upward trajectory with with the type of people that they draw. I mean it's not like an old legacy airline where you've got like, you know, the big dinosaur airlines that are out there that will remain nameless. Right. But it's uh, you know it's sort of a new new t- new style of airline where they really pay attention to the guest experience. Did you get to meet <laughs> well, the that? I just that, drank uh, the Kool Aid there, didn't I? Yeah, I think you did.
3: Did they send you the fact sheet? That <laughs> You just it's, memorized.
1: It's, it's actually it's tattooed in my eyelids. No, it's yeah. right here on my iPhone. I just said it like, yeah. It, just pay attention to the guest. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to
3: meet the kooky owner guy? Uh, who's no, who's that in that case? Yeah. Did no, you get he, to meet him?
1: No, no. I did not meet to uh, get to meet Sir Richard Branson. <laughs> That's oh, right.
3: Yes, he's a sir. Said, sir. I forgot. Right, yes, yes. Uh, That's too bad. Uh, he no. would like you. I think you and yeah. Sir Richard would get along. You're both a bit kooky.
1: <laughs> you know.
3: I think uh, I think he might be a little more neurotic than you. Too. Well, he probably is. Yeah. But, uh, you don't make it that big
1: without being super neurotic. You have to be super neurotic to be super rich. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Well, Maybe this is exciting.
3: Now, I was giving you shit, I think, was it last time you are on the show? Yeah, or off yeah. air,
1: I think it was even. You know, when,
3: are, why can't I get your beer? I had just traveled. I had to drink a Heine can. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I was
1: unhappy about it. I think and you talked about it on the air, actually. Was it on? Yeah. And you just, you wouldn't talk about You were no, like, no, no, I don't know. I, know. I don't was, know what you're talking yeah. about. So. It was getting to a really weird area because the deal was just kind of coming together. Got it. And I, I was actually going to call you up and say, if anything got said, I was going to say, can you please cut that out of the <laughs> archive? So did we just scoop the whole story here yeah, on the yeah, BN? Th- that's, wh- that's kind of what's fun about being here right now is the yeah. fact that, yeah, I mean, uh, nobody knows about this wow. but you guys here. The whole
3: world now knows, uh, thanks wow. to Sully and the Brewing Network.
1: Love the BN. All right. Well, and don't thanks, forget Brian. to go to 21st Amendment at five, six, three seconds.
3: <laughs> that's right. And so, we are I, doing Have, a have you played my plug yet? <laughs> I ha- it's coming up at the next uh, break. Okay. Yeah. You. All right, Would you, you like like the techno version, this for for your new big uh, Absolutely. upscale. Oh, yeah, all right, let me. I'll switch out and okay, make sure we make put sure in the happens. techno version okay. for you tonight. Uh, it's everybody's favorite. We'll do the whole thing. You have like three techno versions with us. You have the watermelon funk song that that we've done for you. I haven't heard that in a and, long uh, time. Yeah, there's. I don't know if I have it with me. I'll check. And then we have just a techno version of your of your commercial with you and Nico talking back and forth. Yeah, and then your regular commercial. We song.
1: think we need a new one too because. Uh We're in more markets now, so... I think you do. Come back in the studio. You just have a drop, and they're like... And now the Northeast... Yeah, and
3: now, and now 30,000 feet above the exactly. earth. Exactly. Yeah. Change it up. Mile High Beer Club. Oh. Oh.
1: Hey. i going to write that one down right now. Listen, uh,
3: I, I think you should do a twit pick contest of your beers 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. There we go. And uh, you know what I'm saying. The hot stewardesses, best Absolutely. twit pick 30,000 feet wins. You know, a can of a beer. Yeah, I can yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's face it. Yeah, it's Sully's, autographed. Sully's still yeah. as cheap as I am. Don't, don't
1: get crazy. On me. <laughs> All
3: right. I'll send a six pack if we can spare it. If we have an old one around. Somewhere from our first canning line, I think. Yeah. Is that what you have? Yeah. Where is your first canning line? I re- I was with That's Sully it, uh, when he can when he packaged his first beer in cans. <laughs> I was there, standing in the room, literally.
1: Were you there? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I was there. Uh, I
3: met the guy, the the Canadian, uh, the oh, Canuck, yeah. who brought it down. Where do you still have that, or did no? You sell we it sadly to another? we
1: sold it. You did. Yeah. I, I think we sold it to a brewery in. Uh, Nebraska, Good. I think. So. All right. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, get rid of that <laughs> thing.
3: I mean, well, your brewery is small enough as it is. Then you put in this canning line, yeah. and we were all standing on our heads to get Yeah, to it
1: was like, hey, is this thing working? Uh, I don't know. I can't see your elbows in the way.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I actually think I still have one of those first beers unopened uh, on my shelf somewhere. I saved it. <laughs> well, we can I'm give nostalgic that. like that, Sully. Yeah.
1: I, I keep this stuff. You're a, you're a hoarder?
3: Yeah. I have an un, I have an untopped
1: can that I keep well, all my pens I in. Get, I have the same thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Keep my uh, condoms and pens in there. (laughs) Spent condoms. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Sorry, JP's not here. I had to say
3: that joke. Uh oh. All right. You can still hear the buzzing in the background. Uh, fabulous announcement from Sully. Uh, really glad awesome. to hear that. I've been waiting for good beer on an airplane for my whole life. I've been flying since I was three, and I couldn't. I still haven't gotten a good beer on an airline. So there I was, three years old. What do you got? What do you got? You uh, know, they had Schlitz back then. <laughs> okay. but, uh, That's supposedly good enough. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> good enough. All right. We got Sean Paxton here with us also, and Sean's going to talk to us about food and beer. And it's really an open forum. So uh, it, listeners at home, if you're in the chat room with Bebo, you can send your questions. Questions that way, just hit the chat now button like you always do, and you can get your uh, questions over there. Um, We'll make sure we get them asked. Anything about food and beer, holiday beers. Uh, I did have some questions come through already for Paxton, so we'll get those. Um, And I, I think Paxson just um, hand signaled me that he's going to feed you later, Sully. God,
1: I hope so. <laughs> he's going
3: to feed you baby food
1: later. Well, we're I think what he's getting at here, you could just say it, John. <laughs> Jesus It's Christ. Too easy. It's like set up the joke. It's all for you. Yeah. I, uh, I think that
3: they're going to play airplane with the spoon uh, wee, later on no tonight wee. was was what that hand <laughs> signal meant.
1: Uh what do you have? What's going on? Oh, uh, w- well for the uh for the we're doing a Belgian beer month, uh, Belgian beer project this month. Uh at the 21st amendment and at uh, Magnolia Pub and Brewery. And, uh, Why is Rochelle standing over I, you? I have no idea what's going on. Somebody, is Chad, security, please. She's stealing your beer. <laughs> She's coming to steal the if, can if of she, IPA. If, if she'll go away, I'll give it to her. Yeah, Security. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take it. Go. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> Woo. Carry on. I love the fact that your producer security got he, he just stands. there, there like, like a lump. He's, she, Sully's going to get killed right now.
3: She could have stabbed Sully right here in front of everybody. You didn't do a thing. You have that on your conscience, Woo. Chad, when you drive... All the way back to nowhere, Never wherever you're going. i to do
1: the show again. <laughs> yeah. Out <laughs> so, studio. Are you doing a, so a dinner? So we're doing a dinner with Sean Paxson, uh, November 16th. Uh, he's going to come in, and it's a Monk's Blood release dinner. You know, we've got a new canned beer coming. I don't want this to turn into a 2-1-A commercial, but heck, why not? Hey, you're uh, paying for it. I don't care. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, it, so we're releasing the Monk's Blood in a four-pack. This is a dark, strong beer that we originally brewed with Sean way back in February, and then we brewed it in Belgium and we brought it back then. here and for strong beer month. And then, um, so we're doing this, and we're putting in a four-pack in a can, uh, four 12-ounce uh, cans. cans. Thank you. Cans. 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 You said it too often. I, know. You, you I can't believe I'm screwing this up. <laughs> said this whole story. Well, you practiced I'm hungover, okay? Leave me alone. You practice Virgin's uh,
3: card. <laughs> for too long.
1: All you got was Virgin's message. Did I just put this on. I don't even know why I'm not wearing these. Th- you can't
3: hear anything we're saying. Yeah, there we go. I didn't even realize that the whole time. You're not <laughs> listening to a word I've said.
1: <laughs> well, I can... You're right there. You're four feet away from me.
3: Now I know what it's like to be one of my guests. <laughs> I don't listen to anything. Any... <laughs>
1: What did he say? Okay, so anyway, we're doing yeah. this beer dinner with Sean, and be crazy. Uh, he's, he's coming in, and there's a uh, it's like five courses, I think. Is yep, that right? Five courses. And uh, and uh, buy tickets. It's ninety five dollars plus tax and tip included. Wow. And uh, it's a, a great j- deal. it's a it's a Sean Paxton Homebrew chef beer dinner, and uh, they're always great. Yeah, a really it's great event. A it's almost sold out, actually.
2: So when are you doing it?
1: We're doing it November sixteenth. It's
2: upcoming, not this Monday, but the following yeah. Monday. Okay. And tickets are still available. Where can you get tickets? You can, uh, you can
3: call
1: up the Twenty First Amendment and get them there.
2: Okay,
3: great. Ninety five bucks for a Paxton and dinner, it's worth every penny Absolutely. I've so. been to them. And by the way, the Monk's Blood, I, I'm stoked that you're deciding to put that in cans, too. Me it's too. my second favorite, and it's close, 2 uh, a beer, with the Bitter American being... Oh, yeah. wow. I, I've said that before, that's my favorite beer from Jesse there, but Monk's Blood, I get every time I go into 2 a now. I get uh, Monk's Blood, and if Bitter American's available, I get both of those. Well, we
2: actually tried one out of the fermenter last night yeah. at uh, this meat fest that we went to yesterday. Yeah, we had a sample was that was really brought out,
1: they've been sending me samples out from Cold Spring. Of the Monk's Blood. Of the Monk's Blood. We tried it. We had Arnie was there, and Dave McLean was there at this event we went to. Dan was there. And uh, it, was, it was it's really nice. And so, how's
3: yeah. it doing? Because the batch that I had was brewed there at the 21st yeah. tournament. So obviously a smaller batch. How many barrels are brewed? We've talked about this. We're, how many are, in Minnesota? How many barrels? We
1: brewed 200 barrels of it.
3: So... How, how does how's it comparing? Because it's a complex beer too.
1: Well, I mean, I added a uh, thousand pounds of Belgian candy sugar here from the, the from dark candy. Yeah. From dark no candy. kidding. Yeah, they showed up in the these, a thousand pounds. Yeah. Holy added we added them uh, in these six gallon drums, you know, one at a time. Really, whole palette of them was great. Then we added a bunch of uh, dried Mission figs and uh, vanilla beans and some oak spirals that actually were some just cinnamon cinnamon in the mash. It was, re- it was really going to be. Did great. you go out there great. too,
2: Paxton, and work on this brew? I so wanted to, ah, okay. and it was right when I was doing another dinner. So,
1: Sully, you go out and work yeah, with the brewer there, there. Yeah, I've been to out there it. three times. I mean, yeah, I was there for the whole brewing process. I've been out there another time, and I'll go back out there in two weeks. Actually, we're, for people out in Minnesota, we're about to launch. Uh, in two weeks in Minnesota so great. beer will be available out there
3: ha- now had they ever done a beer like this at Cold no, Springs no. nothing like it right like did it. they look at you like you're a nutcase they
1: already do I mean I'm, in, I mean, Willy Willy I'm this like jabbering like <laughs> northern California guy California guy yeah. coming out there you know, and I love them out there those guys are great but it's so funny it's just I'm in a small little town of 3,000 people and you're like I'm, bouncing I'm, I'm, off the walls and I'm the bouncing I'm like, well we could probably do that tomorrow <laughs> 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 what yeah. Mike what what What? no no now let's get him on the phone <laughs> Can you talk a little slow. Settle, settle down, Sully. All I heard is weak and huh? <laughs> yeah. Who got fired. Relax, <laughs> Sully. The beer will get made. Yeah, let's go out and cut ass. <laughs> I, I'm not throwing Minnesota. I love Minnesota. You are though. I am not trying hey, to. The love National
2: Humber Conference is, is being
1: this year.
3: That's true. Sully and I will get ours. Don't you worry. We'll yeah. be out there. We'll get three we thrown eggs at us.
1: Yeah, it'll be like uh, I ran into these uh, crazy listeners in Georgia. Actually, these guys who couldn't stand Doc. I was at the Decatur Beer Festival. Oh, oh my God! They came up. I thought I thought it was going to be like the situation here. They hated and Doc. I, yeah, they were yelling at him because wow. because apparently Doc hates the South. Oh, he hates. Florida Okay. Well, Not was, all of the South. Yeah. Just Florida. Okay, well. Just Florida. These guys didn't hear that Florida part. <laughs> <laughs> all they, of the South. They heard South. the South. <laughs> so and, they hate uh, Doc. Yeah. That was great. You yeah. did send me I a send video a file bit, yeah. of them yeah. hating.
3: Woo. I have to post that. Uh, I'll put it on you, our...
1: You want to talk about strange ways that people appreciate you. I mean, I literally was in fear for my life. Yeah.
3: I know. Our listeners are weird that... Well, like yeah. I said, they come up and insult me all sorts of ways, and that's but that's their way of saying we like yeah. you. You know, like the guy's like, oh, I'm glad your dad's dead. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> I like you too. Yeah. They're very strange people are <laughs> listening, but it's wonderful. That's yeah, what I like. Yeah, they're that.
1: great. They're great. It, uh, it was a lot of fun. All right. So, so PAX. Yes.
3: Questions for you. Uh, we've had you on several shows now, and people want to clear some things up. We'll get started here Uh-oh. before our next break, before we get Colin back here. But people want to know what you do when you're not doing all these dinners. Because now we've <laughs> known you since you, you weren't doing so many dinners. It's true. So what are you doing when you're not doing beer
1: dinners? <laughs> well, I do a couple things. Uh, He's with me, and we're usually vacationing in <laughs> yeah. the south. And then sometimes we go, um, we, we plant flowers. Stop and it meat
2: chops yeah. no we plant herbs
1: yeah and that too
2: um i uh I, when my daughter got born um or was born uh when we, she got born <laughs> <did> she? <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's that whole South thing. It's I remember that. Thinking about it. Wait, I could continue the gay thing here if you want right now. I could drop that in. <laughs> You're just saying that. I've been with that. this guy
2: way too much <laughs> the last 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, uh, My wife and I made a really great decision that um, I would actually stay home and be at Stay Home and Dad. So I uh
1: does
3: uh, does your
2: wife still th- uh, still think that's a
3: good decision? <laughs> well, we could ask Marlene, her, Is this still but, a uh, nice decision?
2: She's thinking about it. She's kind of rolling around. What the hell was <laughs> I thinking? Yeah, but no, it's been really great because uh it's given me a lot of freedom to uh pursue a lot of things that i'm real passionate about and uh you know i used to be a chef and took a break just because when you're working 80 to 120 hours a week like all the chefs out there who know what i'm talking about um you kind of start to look at life just a little bit differently and the idea of having actually balance in life so uh Weird. to be able to actually stay at home and uh do that and actually that's something that Vin needs. Chillers are always j- jokes around about because he was like, "Oh yeah, you're say home daddy, get all that free time to think about all this stuff." Yeah, you don't do anything. Yeah, exactly. I just don't do anything except a couple of beer dinners. Uh, <laughs> that's what people think. Twelve courses? <laughs> you can do that at night. Come on, easy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of what I do, and now actually. Uh, homebrew chef is actually becoming kind of almost a full time gig. So between all the writing and then the photography and then obviously the beer dinners and uh, so it's doing not crazy like you're out brewing things like with Sully and but you're not out
3: pro brewing. I mean, I think some people because you've had so many collaborations with with, with folks, I think people think now that you're you're a pro brewer too. But you're not out getting you know paid to brew all over the place in your off not time. Not
2: quite, but okay. I am doing a lot of brewing projects. Actually, there's a brand new one, um, uh, a homebrew kit you'll actually be able to get from. Uh, B3. That's uh, going to be really exciting. So, really? What's that beer going to be? Uh, it's kind of an experimental, uh, bi- Belgian experimental, and what's going to be real fun with it is is that you'll actually be able to ferment it and brew it six different ways. Okay. Um, and so we will actually be. <laughs> the same beer? The wow. same beer. So you can actually do a sour mash on it. It's a magic it. beer. <laughs> it is. It's a <laughs> magic beer. Yeah. Um, the idea is, is that you can actually do a sour mash on it and okay. do more of a Flanders uh, kind of reddish style to it, but then it has like a dark strong kind of underlay to it so you can actually do it with or without you can add lacto to it you can do a couple different things Pack.
1: you can do it as an extract you you never do anything one way it's all i mean i've been to your house I for dinner never. before of course never. and it's like you do like salt six ways you do like polenta eight ways no, nothing ever just comes out like here's a bowl of polenta and here's your salt it's <laughs> always like you're doing a homebrew it's yeah, something again grits it's grits man it's up with it's great grits hey, grit, six ways <laughs> six. Wa- I had grits.
2: I had. Plenty, I made as my as well. stock six ways, and I put it in my grits. You just can't get. I, it I agree with
3: Sully We, Sally and I, had a nice dinner at Paxton's, and we yeah, thought that's right, maybe we were there. And, but it was. St- it wasn't work. We were hanging out, no, so we, we, we thought we maybe. We thought maybe Pax would relax too. No. I,
2: that was relaxing. It, here's in salt fourteen different way. <laughs> ways. <laughs> yeah, Who the
3: hell? Did, just give me some salt, Paxton.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is this more salty? I don't know. You, you, you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So it's actually going to be a really neat kit because you are actually do a lot of things to it so depending on what your tastes are and one of the things that i noticed about the the kit lineup at b3 was that they didn't really have a sour and i can understand that a lot of uh people might not want to get separate hoses and Tanks and gaskets and who knows what else that they might want to have different like other brewers that we know. Yeah, and uh, so therefore, since everything's actually in the kettle and then you actually boil it, it'll actually be sanitized all the way through. So you don't actually have to worry about switching anything out, and you actually do the same equipment. You don't have to switch anything out, and you can actually still have a sour beer.
3: It's really a great idea. It's uh, the the different beers are all in the methods and the ingredients.
2: It's all technique. Yeah, I love so, that. And it's just, you know it's the same kit, and then with that there will actually be an add on for an elixir. So with my national homebrew conference talk that I did... I did a whole bunch of stuff with elixirs, so there'll be a special elixir that will come with it.
3: So and, you, what do you mean? You will create a, a small vial the, of something to...
2: be All the ingredients, b <laughs> you B3 how can works. actually sell the alcohol, but then ah. you would go down, pick up a bottle of port or bourbon, depending, and you can put these things into it and actually let that sit as the beer's fermenting. Okay. And when the beer's done, you can actually add it in and make your own cuvee, you can make your own special
1: reserve, you can do... What a great idea. You know, your... your your grand, whatever. Thing, you never have so. to get another homebrew kit. You just use this one. That's right. Well, that was I mean, kind of the idea. Actually, thirty-seven. Different you just years. want to monopolize. On yeah, the homebrew. Kit. I have a. Well, homebrew I did kit. a lot Nobody's of ever going to buy it. I was bored one day
2: with all my free time, and it's true. I would, uh, think about this for a while. So actually, what's going to be really neat with it is, is that uh, this actually might become a whole series um, so there's a whole bunch of other ideas that I think would be great outside of you know your book so
1: yes is your book you got a book coming out was it is it going to be called Did six I ways that? I'm sorry I, I don't know
3: what I don't know what Pax is talking about I, either.
1: there's no book so <laughs> we can't even read here at the Brewing Network. It's a newspaper. Only one announcement per show. Yeah, please. I think that's what we signed up. This, for. Is, this is the tattoo is show. Alive. Don't take uh, Rob's. It's all ink. Glory away. So, uh, so Don't it's going to be a real neat thing because
2: I think uh, anybody who wants to brew something different or likes to brew a certain way and wants to challenge themselves a little bit, it'll be a real neat kit for them to buy. And uh, when's it I'm available? Excited. Do we know yet? Uh, we're actually tomorrow. I'm actually picking up the first kit, and then I know Jesse over there at B3 is going to do a, a, a test batch as well. Good. And, uh, he's the only
3: do... one who does anything over there. <laughs> you know, works as I'm starting up. to think that way. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody from from the upstairs down, uh, he's the only one who does anything. So, good. Work with him.
2: And then actually what will be kind of neat, too, which is actually very different than all the other kits, too, is that actually there will be recipes using that beer that you brewed in... The recipes, okay. Like Like you talking about,
1: are you talking about like uh, food recipes, you know, meals and things?
2: So you actually, be able to cook everything in one That beer. (laughs) Wow! So it's so let me me get this straight. You never have
3: to buy another brew kit, like Sully says. Um, It's every meal that you need for the rest of your life, (laughs) and uh, all in one kit. And and it will starve. It will solve our hunger problem here. World
1: peace, global warming, the whole. You know how you're supposed to have like an emergency kit in your home? You know, this is it. Just add water. It just that's it, man. Just buy it emergency. That one was free. Is your uh,
3: is your face gonna be on the packaging? Is it gonna be all branded Paxi like? Ooh, that's a good idea. Sure it is. got to sell that face of yours. Wow. Well, I you like gotta, it. you gotta, it's got to be recognizable to reach the masses, Paxton. That's the way it works. It'll be you be got to think about it. Because they'll be walking by all those other kits on the shelf or scrolling Wait. down the page, and then they'll see your big stupid face there uh, shining bright, and uh, they'll go, Oh, I need that one. Look at how happy that guy is. <laughs> he's got it all. Yeah, he must be it. drinking. Yeah. I want that one. <laughs> well, he's a stay-at-home dad, which means he's unemployed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, oh, wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> (laughs) Don't tell that to Beer Advocate or Draft. I won't. I won't tell (laughs) them.
3: I have another important question for you before the break. Uh Uh-oh. People want to know. A lot of people want to know this. Uh, Can you talk to us about uh, combining beer, bacon... And chocolate. Is this possible? Can we put these wow. three, the three yes. most wonderful flavors uh, on the planet? Actually. Uh, beer, bacon, and chocolate together? Yeah,
2: how do you do that? It's very tricky. Yeah. There's a lot of patience involved. Requires a blender and a, a leather whole bunch outfit. Of free time. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to bring up the whip, but ball gag. <laughs> and I'm not talking tricky. that kitchen whip. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, <laughs> So yes. Can it be done? Can we are these flavors? It has been done actually. Really?
3: Yes.
1: Explain. Uh, I have done. He's <laughs> going he to tell me it's been done and leave it at that? <laughs> that's I a, bit, That's yes. it. Next. Okay. okay. Let's talk about the dinner again. I thought we <laughs> were done with the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: we could be. I'm tired. Uh, I made bacon, actually, with beer. Uh, so I did a beer cure on the bacon and then cooked it up. Yes, it was that good. And uh, then dipped it, actually, in dark chocolate. And uh, wow. if that wasn't enough, um, the extra bacon fat from cooking the bacon I actually used that with some chocolate instead of butter and made a ganache. So bacon fat ganache. Oh yeah, it's illegal in some states. A ganache, sir. (laughs) Sean Sullivan. (laughs) Just I don't. I I know. I just uh, want you to hang on. Yeah, he's thinking uh, about it. (laughs) It's a mix of chocolate and butter and or cream and uh, makes into usually like your base for a chocolate truffle. But in this case, it was fat and chocolate and well, butter and cream is fat, right? Is it? It is. All right. <laughs> it makes yeah, you it shiny. Is. Okay. Meat suit. So You're yeah.
3: going to kill people, Paxton.
2: <laughs> yeah. We I were, keep being I, told for the last 48 hours I, that I need to get I, on a certain drug.
1: Yeah, I told Paxton, I said, have you ever had your blood cholesterol? Because I've had it, and my, my cholesterol is high, and I take Lipitor. Uh, you do, which, yeah. Take Lipitor, which lowers your cholesterol. Just you know, be sure to talk I'll to your doctor about it. Now. If you're bleeding from the eyes, could may cause anything.
3: If you have an <laughs> erection? For I four just got. Hours.
1: I got paid for that plug, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lipitor, ladies and gentlemen. Gotcha. And uh, you, uh, yeah, it's like a great drug. It takes your cholesterol right down. But Paxton has never ever been to the doctor. You never even been tested. He's never been tested. What are you afraid uh, of? I've been to the doctor. Well, he's been tested, but he's never been tested. <laughs> tested. Yeah. You're
2: afraid to. <laughs> My wife's in the room.
3: You are afraid to find out that you've got high cholesterol, aren't you, Paxton? Because then
2: you have to be careful. Um, Your body will actually make cholesterol if you stop all cholesterol in your diet. Oh, you're this guy. What are you?
3: What are you? Christian Science. You're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God doesn't want me to go when to you the drink hospital." Colin's
1: beer? it rubs off on. Yeah. <laughs> I wore a, a belt and saw God, and he told me not to have cholesterol. Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everything's fine.
1: I can't even spell cholesterol. Look at look at your daughter in her eyes right now. I you want know, to see I her looked go looked to high her. school? I do. You want to see her next birthday?
3: Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: I'm worried about you. Yeah, I had a grandmother who was
3: like that. She died because of it. She was like, oh, "I don't. God doesn't want me to go to the doctor. Really? <laughs> God made doctors.
2: All right. If you if you think that, if, you,
3: if you're yeah, that way,
2: yeah. Well, Sean actually did partake in one of the. Cookies I made actually for the December issue of Beer Advocate magazine, and uh, it's a double IPA bacon fat shortbread yeah. cookie.
1: Wow. I those just, sound almost better than Tasty's cookies. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> almost.
1: <laughs> they make, almost. Almost. <laughs> don't make you feel ju- that good, but yeah. But you could dip those actually,
2: and I talk about this, in chocolate and then actually roll it in cocoa nibs from Cho Chocolate, and oh, yeah. uh,
1: it'd be really friggin' phenomenal. When I had that, I took two pills that day. Yes. <laughs> you did. Yeah, was like.
3: How many pills are you on, Sully? Do you have one of those like daily things, pill yes.
1: uh, dividers?
2: Monday, you Tuesday, to... Sunday.
1: It's really big because it's
2: Saturday night. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: what day is it? Oh, shit, I don't know. I no, see. I don't. I'm not, I'm not there yet. Just oh, my wheelchair bench. is stuck right now. How many, uh,
3: including your daily vitamins? How many pills do you take I, every day? I just take one
1: that, and that's it, man. You're not a, it. you. Don't take a multivitamin. And I a, sometimes, when I'm looking at them, I take them. And you're not so like I a fish a, oil guy. I have fish oil sitting there. See, but I don't take it all the time. I'm kind of weird about. I look at it, and go like, well, maybe I should take the, the ginkgo for, for your memory. No. It's like some days I don't take it. Yeah, just but, to, just because uh, you're feeling the risky cholesterol then. is the only one I take. All right, nothing. It doesn't it doesn't harm you in any way, guys.
3: <laughs> There's no. <clears> yeah, I've, so never, I've never get that. Everything never bled is still from the <laughs> <eyes>. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, you okay. don't bleed from the eyes. <laughs> so n- all right, can, can you still get, get
3: point the from
2: Canada like real cheap because I can maybe put it in some of my food. Just kind of like like it like, will
1: not hurt you, Pax, and You're going to be fine.
2: I just wanted to see if I could, like, mix it into food and just help everybody else. Well, you could anything.
1: sprinkle it on top of your, your Cocoa Krispies or something. <laughs> Whatever you're going to do. Three ways. Here's just a question ways. for you,
3: Pax, before we go to break, too. Uh,
2: do you have any beer dinners in Wisconsin? You got anything coming up out there? That's a great question. Um, we actually... Uh, I've been talking to Gary Glass, and he's actually invited me back out to Minnesota to do the National Homebrew Conference uh, Grand Banquet. So close. Very close. Okay, so you're going to do the whole dinner again. Even closer will be the craft brewers conference in uh, Chicago this year in April. Randy Mosier and I are going to be doing that for uh, about 1,300 home or uh, professional brewers. Oh,
3: really? You're doing the whole banquet dinner for that? The big banquet. Wow! Congratulations, Pat. Thank you, man. That's That's a good job. All right. Uh, here's another. Uh, have you ever, uh, same same guy about the Wisconsin, have you ever used any Wisconsin beers like Nuglaris, for example? I love Nuglaris.
2: Have actually. you cooked with it? I sure have. You have? What um, have you made? I've uh, done some different chocolate sauces, um, chocolate and that... Uh, uh, Belgian red, I think is phenomenal. The, ch- the cherry beer that they do, yeah. uh, that makes just such an amazing ganache. Um, and then you can actually use that to put your donuts dipped in. You can do it all kinds of fun stuff with that. Wow. And then actually, um, I did a dinner not too long ago where we actually took that. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, the leaping frog brewery. Yep. They do the, the Boris imperial stout, which is really intense. If you do 40% of the Boris and 60% of the, uh, Nucularis red, uh, Belgian Red, it's an awesome like cocktail. Oh, wow. just as a beer, you mean, just mix it with beer. Wow! Yeah. So do, doing that with the dessert that I did for that particular dinner, it was perfect. Great so, tip. So yes, yeah, so lots of fun stuffies. It's not just cooking with, but it's also drinking, bartending
1: action. You know, I was uh, speaking of that beer, the New Glarus beer, the tart and, uh, and the uh, cherry. Yeah. Uh, I actually have those bottles in the car right now. I have nice. A Go of get each. them. Well, no, I, well, I think we should drink them because yes. I was going. I, I thought JP was going to be here today. He's uh, at a
3: a, a, a Posies concert, concert, or a Pixies concert, or a, a, a,
1: I don't are they playing know. tonight? Alanis Morissette. Is he, is he Alanis he said Morissette? He's, he's, he's weeping. He's like, "Thank you." Wasn't I'm it pretty it sure he's at a Taylor Swift, Swift con-
3: concert
4: tonight. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Tiffany Taylor Comeback Swift? concert.
3: He's at Disney on Ice. <laughs> see, in, uh, it's a Miley Cyrus what? concert? Wearing a t-shirt, uh, no, a belly shirt. I know. Pushes it, listening. He's there too. Yeah, he couldn't. Neither of them could make it tonight. But yeah, let's drink it in his place. What well, do you need I, JP to. to well, share I was, with him? you know,
1: JP never gets a after lot of all love. the
2: time we spent together.
1: It like was his birthday yesterday. T- t- yeah, I was, I, I was going to bring him the bottles and it uh, mm. was going to be a birthday present to him, and uh, you know, fuck him.
2: Yeah,
3: now he can <laughs> suck. he's out there with Mickey, Mickey on ice. So let him do that. All right, I got to take a break because I'm doing the pee pee dance under the table here, everybody. Uh, it's the Brewing Network session Whoa. live from downtown Joe's. Colin Kaminsky's still hanging out here. If you've got beer questions, get him over to us. Bevo's in the chat room, uh, having herself a nice uh, cappuccino so that she can get her. Uh, her tattoo on. Uh, are you almost done over there with the with the first hop grenade? Looks like it. All right, we'll check it out. Hang in there. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters
9: on the Brewing Network.
1: Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Crack, 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 open a cold 21A.
10: Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at Brewmaster'sWarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out Brewmaster'sWarehouse.com. Cheers.
11: Have you ever noticed the pathetic look on the face of the Brewcaster poster boy? That's the look of a child that survives on ramen noodles and homebrew. Subprime Meltdown doesn't even begin to describe what this kid has been through. He lives this grim existence for his army, the Brewing Network Army. Times are tough for everybody. It's like getting stuck in time two days before payday. Cash is tighter than a posted IOU stuck in a stripper's sweaty G-string. The unicorn's horn is limp and the rainbow has lost its color. But you can help change all that. If you were to take that sparkling change in your pocket and plop it on the table for the BN instead of that extra pint at happy hour, then the world could be a brighter place. When you buy a round for the BN, you buy a round for yourself and your fellow soldiers, and that's what it's all about. That and being entered into the reoccurring donor monthly raffle. So step up and start your own economic stimulus package. For just a few bucks a month, you can stimulate the unicorn, the rainbow, and a brewcaster. Hit that donate button just like you'd hit on that crazy bitch at the bar right after last call. You'll be really happy about it in the morning.
3: You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio
7: shouldn't suck.
3: Welcome back to the program, everybody. It's the session live from downtown Joe's, and I do believe our first hop grenade of the night is complete. I see a lot of flashing and photographs being taken of Ah! Stubaka's uh, new tattoo. Round of applause for Stubaka, the first guy to sit down and get his hop grenade ink here. Did you see it? It's Live on the radio. I'll tell you, Rob is doing a great job. He's a good tattoo guy. I might have to take this card with me. Uh, You can check him out, myspace.com victimizedtattoos. Uh, My arm is too skinny and sissy-like to put to get a shoulder tattoo. And, but I will tell you this: uh, I do believe that uh, we're 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 really kind of I don't know how to put it exactly, but uh, oh, what's the word? Ruining all the Christians in the room. Bevo is going to get a tattoo, and Pastor Terrence the Black has now agreed to get a tattoo. Yeah! Woo! So, uh, listen, Jesus. I'm sorry. It wasn't. It was their idea. I just coaxed them along. So don't don't take it out on me later on at the pearly gates. I like it though, and I think Terrence, Terrence isn't sissing out either. He's getting it on his wrist, like he's getting it right there. Are you going to get it on your handshake wrist? Your right, otherwise known as your self shake wrist. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna get it right there on that wrist. You're not concerned at church that you'll shake people's hands and they'll think. I mean, you're already black. Uh, it's it, it's intimidating enough. They now you're going to be there with a tattoo. They're going to be worried. I'm concerned. All right. Are there any other Christians who want to defile their sacred bodies here on the Brewing Network? I love it. Ah, I think we might have one more. Nice. <laughs> what if uh, What if your wife Arlene gets a uh, hop grenade tattoo pack? Oh, I would see my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> going fu- uh, Rob's card says right here, nobody under oh, eighteen. <laughs> Which might exclude your wife too. See how I was did Olivia that? drinking. That was nice, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. What is Olivia drinking? I saw Colin coming back with some wine. I, th- I know you like to soften it up for Olivia. Hey, you know. All right, so we're in
2: Europe, sometimes
3: that's officially three tattoos being done here today. What about Chad? You were talking about it. You were hinting around, like, "Hey, if Bevo does it, I better do it." Uh, what are
2: you thinking? We got to. I'll, Maybe I'll, I'll drag it on this the show out. Of my foot. What Ouch! That sounds painful just like but then like I'm always walking with the hop you know or walking on the hop that's disrespectful oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't think about like that way. <laughs> colin might be getting close to
3: getting one i can look at i can see it on his face i I get a hop i don't have any issues about that at all Let's see chad where would you get it thinking about his calf you got a big calf you can get the big one it will look good now i, I, I like the the shoulder yeah, yeah. Like behind the shoulder or like on the shoulder, for like Stubacca got it?
4: Stubacca is good for yeah. a guy. The
3: arm shoulder, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but For a chick on the back. Yeah. I think Bevo's going with the hip, though. She wanted to do the center of the... You're going to do the center of the back. Oh. Even though Sam and I both have told you it, it might look silly there. It looks stupid. On your, <laughs> she says if she gets it on her hip and ever has a kid, it will look like a head of lettuce. <laughs>
4: Uh, 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 Justin, so every once in a while around here, we... Here we go. We uh, have to make sure that our staff has uh, consumed enough beer so that they can be social with their customers. Right. They have to
3: function properly. Of
4: course. So is it that time again? So it is 12 o'clock, and what we have is our Harvest ale. Okay. Nice. So it's a, what is this, your fresh hop? This is a wet hop beer.
3: Would you consider it an IPA? Uh, APA. Okay, good. Because I did specifically ask you for our 12 o'clock beer not to be an IPA. You all know what happened last time we had an IPA up here? I remember that. Colin had to run to the bathroom very,
4: (laughs) very swiftly. And you know what? I didn't even make it. I actually had to run into the fermentation cellar. Oh, really?
3: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> T-M-I.
4: all right. Is this the batch that came out after that? No. <laughs>
3: all right. Well, no. Least,
4: it was. It was ab- absolutely odd, actually.
3: Well, at least we're outside now. So just in case it's another odd night for you, I, Colin. I'm
4: looking for your laugh, Okay. <laughs> Luckily,
3: I've got Paxton the giant in between us. All right. So it's twelve o'clock somewhere. For us and your staff. Excuse the dead air. Prost. Cheers. Cheers. Prost. What did we cheers to? I'm All right.
4: It's better than chugging the IPA, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, we had the double, actually, that night. Oh, we had me. about three doubles in a row. Oh, we did? Yeah. That's what did you in right there. That's a nice fresh hot beer. I mean, what I tasted wow. of it.
3: It kind (laughs) of went over the the palate pretty quick there, but it's really nice. That'd be really nice with seafood. That would be. Yeah? It'd be good paired with seafood? Halibut. What makes it uh, a nice pairing with seafood?
2: Well, one, it kind of has a little bit of an earthiness to it. Um, You get kind of like that, not green, but you get uh, not the chlorophyll green, but you get that kind of... The tannin green. Yeah, a little bit more... Almost a little bit of spiciness, almost like that's lingering on the sides of my tongue. That's yeah. 100% centennial. Is that what that is?
4: Uh, 100 pounds and seven barrels. That's it? 100 pounds God, and seven barrels <laughs> <laughs> And dry hopped with it at all? Yes, yeah. 20 Our pounds w- of dry hops. And wet hopped? Wet yeah, hot, I, I, I froze them uh, uh, and used the same batch of hops. Nice. All the way throughout the beer, though. So yep. give us a, a, how, ma- how many at bitter? 20, 20 pounds at sixty minutes. Twenty pounds at thirty minutes. Twenty pounds at three minutes. Twenty pounds at knockout. Uh, Twenty pounds dry hop. How did you fit that many whole hops in your kettle? That I lost be- a lot of beer. You did. I was <laughs> yeah. <say. laughs> yeah, I bet.
3: How much? So how many barrels is your kettle? It's uh, yeah, seven. A seven barrel system. How much did you? How much beer did you end up with after fermentation? About
4: eighty four percent of a batch. Okay, so and, I, I lost about sixteen percent.
3: How much do you lose on say a normal? IPA of yours
4: IPA, I lose about four percent,
3: okay, so you really lost a lot with this, yeah,
4: yeah, uh, double IPA, I, I lose almost ten percent,
2: okay, yeah,
4: that was a really nice spiciness I'm really enjoying this. Where'd you get the beer uh, the hops from? Um, I got them from this year, hop Union
3: okay. So, they just ship you bags of fresh hops? Yeah,
4: they, uh, they give me a call three days before harvest. Okay. And they say, Do you have room in your fermentation? Yeah. And I say, Yes, I do, whether okay. I do or not. And then 100 pounds of hops <laughs> shows up. I hope they're not And, it, and it's, you know, 400, pound, $400 worth of hops and $400 worth of shipping. Wow. No. Ouch.
3: and then you run out of uh, then you lose a bunch of
4: your volume. Is this a beer being a
3: brewer and not an owner, not a brewery owner? Is this a beer that you just don't talk to Joe about and you just do it, or does he let you do whatever you want anyway?
4: you know it, it while it's not as profitable as our other beers, it's still profitable.
3: Okay, so, so as long
4: as you don't lose money on the beers, he doesn't
3: mind that you work.
4: Up well, like and this and lake. it's pretty hard to lose money on a beer. You have to pour it down the drain to lose money on a beer, which we just don't do. Let's yeah. face it. Well, no, oh, you pour that's one not of true. my beers. I I love pouring beer <laughs> down the drain. You do? It's 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 it's, it's like mm-hmm. the most joyous occasion of my life.
3: What? I love it. What are we talking about here? Pouring yeah, beer I'm, I'm down lost. the drain.
4: Why is this so joyous? Because you walk up to a beer and you say, you know what? This isn't good enough for me, so it's not good enough for my customers, so I'm pouring it down the drain.
3: I see. So you're liberating yourself from bad beer. and
4: You know what? That, and, and also from your own expectations. Okay. There, there's a, there's something that's liberating about it. Yeah. Well, and I will well, say, right too, word.
2: along that same lines is that... It it I think it becomes like you become a better brewer when you can actually pour your beer down the drain. I think so too. You realize, you know, I really can't drink this. Well, and, and I shouldn't drink this. There's and, there's and, not and, a shit And we else. don't need to. And we
4: don't need to. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I when mean, so, so for me to pour out a batch, that's 1% of my profit in the year. Okay. One batch. One batch was 1% of my profit. So if I have a, a batch out. of beer that I don't want to serve, and, and, in Go fact, I, I, had a, I had a batch of beer that, that, looking back on it, I probably should have just aged it longer, and I would have loved it. And some. it would have been all right, yeah. yeah it was, uh, it was It was my second Pilsner, ah. and I tasted it, and it's like, this doesn't taste
2: like yeast to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it Should have waited. just
4: like a pilsner.
2: <laughs> Got it. Well, and the but way your did system set up, didn't taste like an ale, yeah. The way your system's set up with all those tanks back there, it's pretty amazing. No, well,
4: and, and, you know, that's another thing that uh, I wanted to talk about tonight. So uh, normally I run 23 tanks in the building. I have to switch to five tanks Uh uh. Oh, you're going to be able to actually weeks.
2: keep the... Okay,
4: good. So for six we weeks, we talked I'm about the, that you were actually not for be able to have any. I have uh, earthquake retrofit going on in the building.
3: I see. So, so you're losing a bunch of your tanks.
4: Uh, for
2: six weeks. Just for six weeks. That's a lot of tanks that lose.
4: Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I've been running for six and a half years on twenty three tanks. Know how to deal with it. Know all about the scheduling. So how will you keep up with enough beer on tap with only six, five?
3: How many? How many? I'm tanks gonna, gonna go to five. Five tanks. How many? How will you do that?
4: I'm gonna uh, uh, run from nine flavors to four flavors, and I'm, wow. they're all my quickest aging flavors.
3: Okay, so it's not like you're going to just go and bring in a bunch of guest beer, guest handles. You're still going. You know, to I, fill. I'm not
4: going to have any refrigeration to store guest beer. Even I that, would love I see. to. I'd love to say, hey, you know, Sully's going to give me some of his absolutely phenomenal double IPA. Yeah, but I can't say that because or the I don't. Back need, I, black. Because I don't have any place to store it. Okay. So. Got it. All right. I, got, I do have some more
3: questions for Paxton coming through from the chat room. Uh-oh. Pax, you ready? Here's a good one. Uh, this guy's got two questions. Uh, what beer and cheese if you were going to
2: make beer cheese soup? Wow. Who doesn't like beer cheese soup? Double IPA and Stilton. That could be really interesting. I don't know if you'd be able to do a whole bowl of it, though. Too rich? It could be pretty rich. I mean, blue cheese in itself is a pretty strong, rich, you know, and a double IPA is really strong. Both of together, those, yeah. but because boy, also, they balance well. I mean, I always look at a soup, and and the, where, the way I'm answering this question is, is that I've actually been to a multi-course dinner where the first course was a lobster bisque, <laughs> and it did rich. me in for the rest of the dinner, right. and I was like hating life. The rest, of the, I mean, I could have been done with just that lobster bisque. It was so rich, it was so intense, and by the the, the third course, I was just. Done. And it was like a four star restaurant. I was spending all this money, and I'm like sitting there, like, I'm done. Like, you're bringing me food. I'm screwed. One of my favorite hop
4: uh, beer pairings was a uh, potato leek soup. Yes. That was
2: made, uh, sprinkled with Stilton, served with double IPA. I could see that working real well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard because, like, the traditional beer cheese soup is, you know, cheddar and your Pilsner. Um, I don't always agree with that. But I think, like, maybe something like a, a Swiss or a Emmenthaler would be really nice with um, maybe like a brown ale, something real malty, um, a little bit more girth on the the lower hop, but having that real rich, nutty kind of hint of almost like a chocolate coffee, mm-hmm. a little bit of that roastiness, the... the Roasted barley in there, I think that'd be really nice. That sounds good to me. Yeah, it does. That'd be it really sounds nice to me too.
3: I think it's a good point you bring up too. Uh, as a chef, it must be difficult to have to balance uh, wanting full, flavorful dishes, but without filling anybody up or ruining their palate. That's a real skill to me, even beyond figuring out how to use ingredients.
2: That's actually one of the hardest things when I do like these twelve course dinners at the Ebenezer and other such places, is because uh, when you start thinking about twelve courses in seven hours, I mean, you really start to think about like how much logistically can you eat? Yeah. And I struggled because, um, how much logistically can you eat? Can Paxton eat? <laughs> uh, it's hard sometimes because <laughs> I always want to eat more because I just I love the flavors and I love the, the the whole ritual of eating. I think it's a real thing that we've forgotten about. Yeah. To slow down, enjoy. Like, you know, last time you were over at the house, how we just kind of grazed for a long time. Yeah. Small dishes all night long. Yeah. It, it was just, it
3: was really perfect. And that's, that's where
2: I think it's fun. Yeah. Almost like yeah. tapas. But then what's kind of neat, too, is is that like at a few of my dinners that I've done where, you know, it's just enough. You want, like, one more bite or two more bites of each course, and uh, Thomas Keller really talks a lot about that in, in, uh, you know... That Just that need for like, God, just one more bite, what I would pay for another bite. But by the end of the dinner, you're like, oh, man, I'm so glad I didn't have those extra bites. Right. right. So And there's that balance, too, because if it's too rich or it's too intense, you just blow people's palates or you just blow the whole experience because, oh, I'm just stuffed. I can't eat another bite. And Sometimes. that's where like the next course, you maybe do something lighter or like an intermezzo or something to cleanse your palate. And that's what's great about beer is because as carbonation, you know, it really does cleanse your palate where, like, a multi-course wine dinner really... It kind of just saturates your taste buds, and it's really hard to go further. Sometimes I will have...
3: Hang on, the hell's angels are driving by. Uh-oh. Sometimes I'll have both chicken ramen and beef flavored ramen in the same in the same night with your Budweiser. Yeah, and, I, and it really—I know where you're coming from because do you, that do you really chase that with a monster, and that really fills me up.
2: Yeah, no, it's made with monster. Oh, and you should see me dance then, man, man. I, I just can't even put my head around that combination. That's, I know you can't. That's yeah. Try being wow. me. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> you got to come over more often. Yeah, I <laughs> know you have. Like you got to shape like, me up, right? That golden ticket. Anytime you want dinner, you can come You over. know,
4: I, and I, I tell this to people all the time. I'm, I'm a big storyteller in case uh, anybody <laughs> Nobody hasn't, knew, hasn't noticed. Yeah. Uh, and what Have we my, been here before? What, I'm what, having deja vu. One <laughs> of my favorite stories is having paella at Sean's house. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a good one. Um, it was the best paella I've ever had. And I've had I eat paella, paella all the time. It's one of my favorite meals. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what paella
3: is actually. I think I had it the other night, and I still don't know what it is.
2: So it's kind of a, it, it's a rice dish where uh, it's made in Spain, and uh, it's depending on where you are in Spain, it's very different in each region. Um, if you're along the coast, you see a lot more seafood. If you're more inland, like Madrid, Toledo, Segovia, you get a lot more chicken and sausage, like the the Spanish version of chorizo. Um, and basically, you cook that down with some vegetables. You add some rice, some stock. You simmer it. Um, actually, in Spain, it's really cool because they actually have these big giant pans called paella pans, and they actually like have a little fire underneath and then this little special stand. Okay. And they actually have these ones that I'm six foot five, and if I put out my hands all the way like spread out, that's like six feet. They have actually pans that are actually that big that are six feet across that will feed a hundred people. Wow. And, uh, That's a huge pan. It's a huge pan. I don't and know, now exactly that you like mention like, it, it, I think
3: I had paella at your house then. I think you made a version no. of it that night. You, were, you had mussels in there. You had
2: all the ingredients you just were talking about. I don't think I made you paella. Eh? No. Well, I'm confused. But uh, I'm kind of distracted. Bevo's kind of getting it. Yeah. Has
3: Bevo begun? Oh. Bevo's taking her clothes off for this tattoo. A round of applause for our, our just... very dedicated chat moderator. The shirt is coming off for this tattoo. Rob is disgusted. I can see the look on his face. He, he thinks that we're objectifying Bevo, and he's not happy with that. <laughs> I can see Rob's a serious tattoo artist. So, Bevo, where have you, you decided for sure you're getting it right now in the center of your back? You're already in pain. Look at your face. He has, he's, just, he's putting the stencil on, for heaven's sake. He's not even, he didn't even fire up the needle yet. The center of your back. Rob, I need to see this when you're done before you start with the needle. I'm going to maybe have one last talk Justin with you. Just needs proof. I just want to make sure. I'm looking out for the Beeb here. I care about Beeb. And Sam. And I care about Sammy having to look at <laughs> Beeb for the rest of his life. And thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> and thinking about me. Well, that's not as bad as I thought, Beeb. Are you sure you don't want to put it just above that uh, bra line? Did you ask Rob's opinion? And I mean this because tattoo artists, they do it all the time. Rob, what did, tell me, don't worry about it. What do you think about that placement? Would you is that the best spot for her? You don't care? Rob doesn't give a shit. But you know what? She she knows what she wants and she's she's committed to it and that's what it takes to get a tattoo. So if you're convinced I'm commit Let me see once more. Let me have another look. It's it's good there. It's good there. I think it might be a little better above it, but it's not I thought it would be awful there and it's not. It's Sam, what do you think when you see it there? She, like, picture the her. T- you're going to see her in a bra or in a bikini, and you're going to have to look at that. What do you think? Or, well, I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure she doesn't take her clothes off even for Sam. Uh, so, in a bra or in a bikini, uh, what are you thinking, Sam? It's, it's okay? It's not bad. It's not great, though. You're not loving it. You don't want to lick it. You want it lower? You want it higher? You want Where would this you... This is your chance. Come on, Sam. You want it on the hip. Be a man. Come on. Say it. But Bevo's concerned about the hip because, let's face it, Bevo has a big ass, and it's only going to get bigger. <laughs> and, I mean, right now, it's good, big. I don't mean that in a, in a good... She knows that. But, you know, a few years from now, who knows? And that's what she's concerned about, is that my hop grenade will turn into a tennis ball. You, you so. Hang on.
1: Uh, sorry, uh, Sully. Go ahead. You have to see it. The people on the other side... I keep reporting on what's going on on the side, the side of the glass here. There's this older couple there, and they're like bored of, like This woman is shaking her head, going like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I cannot believe she's going to do that. I, Napa came, nightlife, I came I to you.
3: Napa for some classy wine, and that whore is getting a tattoo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Donald, you wouldn't believe what they do in Napa when they get drunk. <laughs> they get tattoos. Yeah. We just walked off the wine train. Oh,
3: it's all sophisticated by day, but everybody's a horror at night.
2: Bevo's just burying your head in the chair Look now. Look at that. She's not looking. <laughs> you know, uh, no,
3: I, need, I need a microphone over B- there. Bite I don't know the how pillow, to Bevo, just like at home. I don't have another
1: mic, but I really...
3: <laughs> <laughs> just like it at home.
1: I'm channeling oh. JP right now.
3: <laughs> on, at that spot... You on guys your, are psychically in, interconnected right now. I at that spot on your spine, Beef? It's gonna hurt like hell. I just wanna point out to you right now. Uh, and you're supposed to tell him F Rob's just. not agreeing with me entirely. We all this right are you ready for this pain, Beef? You're okay with it. You're all right. Well uh, hold your hand, Beef. Sammy, is is that yeah, where's is the camera what are people at home seeing right now? Describe to me what they're seeing. Just her back. Just her back. Well, maybe just every now and then we're going to have to do a twist. Right now, we can just see her back. Let him get started. But every now and then, you might have to go over there and, and give us the. F- we need the. F- we need the agony shot. It's just her side. Can't we reposition it? Like maybe, maybe come along this side of it. To your like on your left side. Why? Yeah. Why isn't it on her left side? Let's try that. As long as Rob Rob's the most important. If he can see and we're not in his way, then. Yeah, and just go out a little farther. I have an extension cord for that if we have to. We can get that camera farther. This is the stuff folks at home want to see. You can see the back there. And then you can do a twist every now and then to see the We need the agony shot. You know, like you know like when you lose the World Series and they go straight to the pitcher who lost the game, like we need that shot of her face. You know, like when she got married to you, Sam. We need that shot. Of her face.
4: We might run out of time. But. What
3: did I do? Sam, get the woman. you know it's a bummer. It, it. Bev, you know it's a bummer about this as your first tattoo is that you can't admire it when it's done. Like, the fun thing about getting your first tattoo is you check it out for like ten days. You just keep looking. You're like, yeah, I did it. It's t- uh, But you, you just have to keep asking Sam. Sam, how does it look? You know, you're not going to get to enjoy the afterglow. You, you're,
1: ner- you're not saying a word. You're really nervous right now. So the other thing that's happening, just reporting from the glass booth, is... So so the woman is mortified, but I think her husband's like, man, this is really hot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's had a lot of wine today.
1: He, he's he's looking at it going like, oh, Jesus, I'm coming back to Napa next week, honey. Oh, but he's agreeing with her.
3: He's like, I know, it's
1: disgusting. Yeah, I can't believe it. Oh, God. Let
3: me look again so I'm sure it's disgusting. <laughs> we discussed it? And it's disgusting. Oh, shit, I can see her. I see her shaking her head, too. Uh, she's not happy In with you, Bebo. Oh, man. You, you, may, you want me to go tell her that you came from church today and you were dressed all nice like a good girl this morning, and this is just... And now she's biting the now, pillow. Now she's taking photos. Well, oh, she's got to send it home. You won't believe what they do.
2: At Napa, California, I had no idea. Oh uh,
3: we, we went he, out he, for he's a He's taking nice
1: pictures now, too. I, I, I hope some blood he's squirts on smart the window. He's man perfect. Just
3: <laughs> like right where she's looking. Oh, you didn't tell her about the blood? Sorry, B. It, it's not that bad. You'll be fine. <laughs> Only if he hits an artery. But right there, you're, you're good. You're good. It's fine. just a spine. It's Don't a worry. piece of cake he did such a fantastic you shouldn't be too nervous Beev, except for about the pain uh he did a wonderful job on that first hop grenade did you see that on Stubaka? it looks awesome that where's is where is he now where's Stubaka? he's right there are you happy with that it looks badass like it looks just like the look just Dude. like the logo it looks Bring great it closer. come on did you put that on the webcam? We need a look. I already put it on the uh, my Facebook. You so. did put it on Colin's Facebook. We'll have you stand in front of the webcam later too. But it just came out. He does that good is work. Awesome. Nice work. Now, is did that it hurt? You did the two shade. You did the second shade of green on the inside too. Or is that black? I just can't see it in the light. The whole outline's black, and then just the green on the inside looks. Well, fantastic. there's three shades of green. It. That's what I meant. So the inside, you did the two shades of green. Yeah. No, three shades.
4: Badass. Oh the, the inside, three shades of green. So. It looks good. Check- it looks really
3: good. And, then, and now you've got your beer. And it only hurt on the color part, right? When you did the, the bold line, out of that hurt too? All right.
4: Okay, so Justin, I have a question for you.
3: Hang on. We're, I think we're getting close to the start right here. I want to hear the buzz of that thing. Really need a microphone. Are you getting ready to begin? Rob's getting ready to start. Bevo, how you doing? Uh, move, wiggle your pinky if breathe, you're doing okay. BMO, breathe, <laughs> you need to, you don't pass out. Did you eat today? You did. You need to eat. You sure? All right. <laughs> it's like she's about to have a baby. Sam, don't tell her to breathe that much. It's just a tattoo. I get three beers
4: <laughs> out to the station.
3: All right, he's getting ready to go. You might be able to hear the buzz. Oh, three doubles Yes. The he's only—he's—he's he's doing the sissy part of the line, and she's wincing already. Find your center and wincing. Meditate, oh, Beaver. She's not happy. She's—she's she's cursing already. Think about—think about how in love with Sam you are. <laughs> That's not gonna leave help. me alone. That one won't help.
2: Honeymoon is over.
3: <laughs> <laughs> think about think, She's very relaxed.
2: Find your center. <laughs> All
3: right, Rob's going to have to help her out. Rob wants her to relax too, because you're going to pass out or something, and that's not good for anybody. Think about how Jesus likes hops too.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you can show it to him next Sunday.
4: You, look uh, you I mean. know, I need that as a bumper sticker. Justin, is that your latest uh, logo gear? A <laughs> Jesus be a loves hops.
7: <laughs>
3: yeah, why
4: not? It's so cute. <laughs> just likes hops too.
3: All right, B, we'll check in with you a bit later. She's got. Did you go with the smallest or the middle? The middle size. She went with the small one. All right. We'll check in with you. She can't speak. She's finding her inner child. Put the webcam on her face. <laughs> Melissa, help me out. Not
2: she, on it, but close to
3: it. Sammy. Melissa, one of you. Put the webcam on her face. Yo, hubby. Yeah, help a brother out over here. Let's get a look at that.
1: There you go. Sam is like literally like three feet from Bevo, but he's not looking at her directly. He's looking at the webcam thing. It's like he can't bear to.
3: It's not just that. He's
2: the least supportive douche you've ever
1: met in your life. Yeah, (laughs) Sunday like football announcer
2: voice, play by play action. (laughs) Good work, Sam John. Man, you keep producing
3: that video, Sammy. That's all I ask. You do a nice job. All right, Pax. I did have a follow up question for the for the beer and cheese. I can't we'll check back in with beef I know nobody can. It's very difficult. At I'm least sure people are all to.
2: thinking about food right now. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh,
3: and, and a follow up to the beer and cheese uh, question was: uh, Do you plan on writing a cookbook with beer pairings? Is this something that's in your future? Yes,
2: it is very. <laughs> Colin, did you manager, my voice changed a couple of times. <laughs> says yeah, yes. Uh, yes um, there is uh you know with all that extra free time i have <laughs> you 're going to write uh, I actually already am writing so okay. yeah he doesn 't have a choice it's it 's you know well you end great. up at that point in your life where you have to write well but it 's not I have to, but it 's actually kind of neat because you know I feel really fortunate you know, and actually uh, I should really say thank you to you because uh you know with this radio show and what the b n is and and all the support that i 've gotten over the years it 's really phenomenal um you earned it. Well, I know that I've earned it, but you've helped me get to where I am today. And Uh. it's... (laughs) <laughs> love you, man. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll blow you after the show, Pat. Uh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> after Sully. <then. laughs>
3: Happy to do it. Every t- you know, every time someone asks for a beer yeah. chef, it's you, and, and you're our go-to guy. Happy to do it. You've earned it. You the uh, walk. Well, and that's you, what's so much fun walk is the because walk.
2: to be able to actually do something you love doing, and a, I really think it's a, a real gift, and, a, and I really try to share it with everybody else And that, you know, if I can really help all you listeners and all the brewers out there that listen to the show and really start to really rethink how beer can be paired and not just putting it into categories and, oh, you have to put the stout with the oyster. Yes, yeah. it works, but there's other beers out there that work really well, too. Okay. And it's the same thing with the cheese soup and everything else along the way. And, and I just think that, you know, any way that we can really get people to rethink how in which they think about beer and food and not just wine and food right. or food and wine like there's a magazine. Well, you know, you know? what? Wine and so book, food yes. is easy. Beer, beer and it, food I've found not. to be a lot I mean, more challenging. But also does it always work? I mean, I've had so many cheeses and wines together and they never work and I've actually been to some really nice restaurants where I've had wine paired by a sommelier instead of a Cicerone and actually like sat back and like, what were they thinking? I mean, I still cannot wrap my head around it.
4: You know, and I mean, to me, I, I, for me, it's way easier. If, if if I'm sitting down and you know my mom's coming over for dinner, and I want to throw something together because I'm being lazy. Fish you know, I, I'm, I'm Justin's my role model. And, yeah, and I'm good. being lazy. You're and, screwed. Uh,
7: <laughs> You're in trouble.
4: And, and, uh, so you know, I'm just trying to put something together for my mom. Boy, wine and uh, food's easy, but, it is. but my mom's not a big beer drinker, so beer
2: and food for her is tough. But see, I guess the and, way I and, really look at it though is is that beer is an ingredient just like wine can be an ingredient but understanding the styles like we do and any home brewer or professional brewer the more you understand the style the ingredients that go into it the flavors that are inherent with those ingredients and how you can actually play those ingredients up or down depending on the bitterness but depending on the sweetness de- depending on the maltiness Um, you know and the fact that there is bitterness actually really makes it more adult I mean it's more complex on your palate and that's where I think it's really fun just like the double IPA bacon fat shortbread cookies I mean yes they're Mm. sweet yes they're bitter at the very finish they're smoky they're they're I mean, it's it's all around sensation, and that's actually why I think it works so well. Is it's not just a yeah, that's sweet and buttery, yeah. You know? and so that's what's kind of neat about it. So in ten years, I've probably had fifteen of your
4: dinners. Probably, yeah, yeah, I guess I have In my favorite is uh, still hop ice cream.
2: Nice. <laughs> and you, need you still doing cream. hop ice cream? No, he just, actually, well, I just, I just it. had it. Yeah, yeah, I just had yeah. it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, too, like, the more I do this, the more I understand and the more I brew with these professional brewers and the opportunities that keep falling in my lap that I'm so thankful of, you know, to be able to do some of this stuff. It just makes me a better writer. It makes me a better chef. I mean, I start to understand flavors more. I mean, some of the things that I've been doing, I mean, you know... with the Ebenezer, I mean, at 1978, Hanson's Old Creek, you know, we had 16 bottles of it. I mean, That's a 31-year-old beer, and to actually be able to pair with it and actually feel pretty comfortable with the pairing... I mean, I, that's fun. that was a couple of sleepless nights. Like, okay, what the hell am I going to pair with that beer? But then once it kind of all started to fall in line, and then when it all came together, I think it really was a lot of fun because people really started to get where I was going. And if that's your first course and your first beer, yeah, and you got all but up to go from there, and that's that's some pretty big shoes to fill. And and that's where for me, it's a lot of fun to share that knowledge. And also at my dinners, you know, I really try to talk people through it and help them understand why. Yeah. You do, and that's not a good just, part about the dinners. I mean, because, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's not just that you're paying for dinner, but you're also paying for the experience. And and yeah. also, my job, not as, only as a chef, but also as an entertainer, to give you something where you're going to walk away with and say, wow, that right. was really just... Well, know, and you I do
3: that well. I've I'm got more trying. questions I've got to get through no, to you, I two know. packs. Keep going. Okay. Let me do this. Go. Uh, Suggestions for using I, I, now. I, I know some of these questions may may sound basic to a chef of your stature, but Nothing's this is basic. the stuff there's that there's we no really you know uh, we we want to know this stuff. Uh, how about suggestions for using beer for barbecue sauce and marinade? Some quick basic things that we can do because I just throw beer on food when I use it, and it works well <laughs> enough for me. But hey, uh, girlfriends, yeah, like, it's fine.
2: Uh, but but that's not like a marinade or a barbecue sauce. right? Well, so. and this is where again, you know, I mean, I, I don't mean to like over-intellectualize the whole thing, but, like, what kind of barbecue are you doing? Okay. I mean, are you doing Kansas? Are you doing, you know, Memphis? Are you doing, you know... Uh, Texas are you doing you know I mean you just have to like s- South Carolina North Carolina oh, so boy. when you start looking at like more vinegar, you know you probably want to use like a lambic you know if you 're not doing something like that 's more on the the vinegar side you know if you 're doing something like turkey over pork over brisket over your hot links. I mean, it all is going to change, you know. I mean, this is where we really need to rethink when we say something as generic as that. And and not that the question wasn't phrased right, but this is where the art of the chef and the brewer really need to kind of up their ante well, a little bit. Because so okay, give so me so something
3: s- basic for, for those, because we're not all chefs. My guarantee yes. is that the person who asked this question is not a chef. And so I while totally you understand. Have and that's, that's why I'm trying projects. to answer it. Well, let's in the way give them a... Uh, how well, about and s- I will. Okay. I mean,
2: because I'm trying to also give you the background story of how my brain is kind of taking away in the background because when i think about a barbecue sauce i mean there's you know 800 different types of barbecue sauce probably more than that and half the people out there will never even share the recipe with you if you ask well yeah (laughs) because oh it's a family secret you know grandma's. yeah you know um but uh to think about what you're gonna put that barbecue on, or that barbecue sauce on or what your that marinade's gonna be for, you know, like if you think about Turkey, you know, like especially with Thanksgiving up and coming, you know, the maltier beers have a lot of Munich malt. Munich malt and Turkey I think really work well. San Hieronymus and I were talking about that one time and I couldn't agree more, but then also, you know, to think about, you know, like damnation, you know, like a, a strong golden would work really well too because it's gonna play up some of those simple uh, flavors that turkey has because if you put something like an imperial stout on top of turkey, you're not going to taste the turkey anymore. Okay. And so that's where we're kind of going with this is that to really think about, one, what you want the dish to taste like and then working it backwards. And that, I know, is a really hard thing for a lot of people to do, and I'm getting really good at it. It's a good place to start, though. But if everybody starts... Where you're comfortable in saying Okay what does chicken taste like What does an egg taste like I mean it's it's simple questions like that And then like okay well what does an egg taste like And it's really it's more texture than it is flavor And I mean yes the yolk has a certain flavor The white has a certain flavor and so to really start breaking it down, just like we do with like brewing classic styles, I mean Jamil did a great job with that book, breaking it down. Like this is the epitome of this style. Yeah, you will win an award with this if you brew this this way. One of the things though that's really important
4: and, and and that you as a master chef takes for granted that I have to struggle with uh, <laughs> uh, as as being a, a a home home kitchen chef who um,
2: brews professionally.
4: <laughs> I, I'm a home kitchen chef, so but I. I have to think about balance yes. And so if I was making a barbecue sauce um, I would pick A totally different pH beer Than if I was making A, a marinade If I was making a marinade I'd love to choose One of these really sour beers And, and, and build something Out of it with some sour beer Some herbs um, Something that I could cook back into Say a chicken breast or something yes. um, That's because I understand What pH does for conditioning meat you're and, just and, such a water guy. Uh, yeah. and, <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> comes guilty
2: as charged.
4: <laughs> but, but, however, you know, if, if I'm looking for something to marinate, I want something that's sour. If I'm looking for something, you know, uh, uh, well, and that's a perfect to, to make thing a barbecue sauce, I might pick a style that's about more ketchup. neutral. PH.
2: Think about ketchup. I mean, tomatoes are acidic, and then they add a whole bunch of vinegar, and then they put a whole bunch of sugar to balance out the vinegar that balances out everything else. So I've
3: never thought about ketchup before. I just want to point out.
2: Okay, just, so, so You so just
3: the, put ketchup on shit.
4: You don't think about it, Paxton. <laughs> well, that's but, what no, Americans and, do. But this is really important. So, so is, if we look at that, it's salt, and it's vinegar, and it's sugar. Yes. And, and that's what makes ketchup work. I even mean, if actually, you didn't have any tomatoes, if you had salt, yeah. vinegar, and, ketchup, and, and and sugar, you could make it work. Yeah.
2: And also what's interesting too is is that, you know, to, to even take this back even further, and I think we might have talked about this, but like what your tongue actually tastes. Salty, sour, sweet, and bitter. That's okay. Really, and unami. And well and but false that's coolness. What's false. unami? Unami is uh, uh, what uh, MSG adds. MSG, ah. and then also if you think about like soy sauce mushrooms, it kind of has that flavor that you almost taste on the roof of your mouth.
4: Okay. So, 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 so six flavors. So, so uh, false coolness is uh, uh, when, you, when you have wintergreen, but your
2: mouth feels cool. I never really associated it with taste, though. I but it, it is. It's all, it comes from the tongue. See, I actually just learned something sitting next to coffee. It <laughs> happens every time with the I, bad scientist. I, I, but, but I know a That's water chemistry funny. trick a in getting false fullness into beer. But a, a lot of people won't, will never talk about that. But see, so once you un- understand that your tongue really only tastes four things...
3: Okay. And then six. you smell. Well, bitch, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm still stuck in the pool.
2: So you taste six things, but then when you smell, you can actually smell about 32 different things. And oh, if you at least, add those yeah. two together, depending on your palate and, and, and your sense of smell, I mean, it's not 1,500 things. I well, just added uh, it up. At least, yeah. That's pretty good for a guy who
3: doesn't do math. <laughs> I was a joke. It can't. now it's nowhere near fifteen hundred things. Is so, it?
2: but what's interesting though is is that it's all varying degrees. Yeah. So once you understand that, okay, and then you start to think about flavors, the more of those four or six basic flavors. <laughs> Uh, that you can incorporate into a bite, you actually will add complexity and balance in its own unique way. And depending on what your flavor and what your palate, some people think a jalapeno is spicy. Other people think a habanero is spicy. Some people think a jalapeno is nothing. And I don't quite understand, but some people, like those chili heads, I know you were out there, you get off on that, you know, that Capsaicin high and, and, and to understand that and think about A chili pepper that same way As far as, okay This is where my palate is This is, this is where neutral is And then once you have that, like, okay I kind of want this to be right in the middle of the road And then you can start saying, okay I want a little bit more vinegar, I want a little bit more malt To sweeten it up or, or s- sour it And then, you know, you start thinking about your hops And you get your bitterness, and also When you think about hops, just like in brewing do you want more piney, and if you go more piney, think rosemary If you want more herbaly, think thyme or oregano, and then if you really want more like bitter like uh, citrusy bitter, you know think about orange peel, lemon peel, lime peel, that kind of stuff okay and so now you can actually start to play up you know the centennial or the Cascade or your East Kent Goldings or your stirring goldings and and, and, and really start to understand. Hey, this will really bring up that. so, if I made this beer and I have crystal malt in it, so there 's going to be that maltiness there's going to be the base malt, so there 's going to be that underground you know base as well, and then you have you know cascade let's just say Sierra Nevada, you know you're going to have all that great fruity undertones, how is that really going to cook? Maybe you don't really want to cook with that beer, and actually IPAs are really tricky to cook with that way. And yeah, because so, reducing bitter is tough. Yeah. And it just intensifies. And yeah. so once you have understand that component, then you can start to look at, like, okay, so now I can go ahead and start adding a little bit more of this or a little bit more of that. And, like, with barbecue sauce is a perfect example because what is your favorite barbecue sauce? You know, is it the one that's completely balanced? Is it really smoky? And if it is smoky, well, add a rash beer. Add that as your smoky component. Okay. Or if you want more bitterness... You know, put in something that's really bitter, you know, or you want something a little bit more complexity, but you're going to put it on chicken, have more maybe like a brown ale backbone to it, and then from there go and maybe say, hmm, maybe an Oktoberfest would work out real nice, you know, because there's a nice maltiness there, and then how the vinegar is going to play off that, and not everything is going to work perfectly the first time, and once you've accepted that, like we talked earlier about being able to dump that beer, and be free, right? <laughs> and it's a and be comfortable, <laughs> because you know I. I, <laughs> I have made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I you've made some you bad food. I have made bad food. I never served it, but, and <laughs> but that's where it, yeah. you know it's just like you watch Top Chef. Why did you serve this? Well, yeah. that's a good question, and, and a lot of people don't really think about that, and so I've it,
3: never made bad food. I trust the people at Kraft and Nissen and, <laughs>
2: and ramen, and I've never made a bad plate of food. It's you put too much water, too <laughs> <less> water. <laughs> no,
4: never have.
3: N- I just read. The, I follow the directions. No,
4: you know what? You know we're we're. I, and I, I don't want what was just said to get lost because, uh, Sean just really told us a lot of the keys of cooking. Uh, I mean that's and really the secret,
2: re- You know, a, Sean really just did uh, illuminate us. Um, uh, I mean, if you really think about what I just said, and, and, and I know that this sounds just repetitive and whatnot, but think about what you like to taste and how you taste. Because, like, what is your favorite dish? And then why is that your favorite dish? Yeah, that's a good and way of if, if, if if, if that. If
4: there was ten minutes that you needed to understand and know about food, it was that last ten yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Everyone that can phenomenal. start
3: with their favorite dish and then think about why they like it and build from there.
4: And, but but also Sean gave, uh, gave us the uh, the tools to sort out
2: how to uh, balance things and and that's the thing is because it's really it's all about balance just like in our beers just like in our wines just like in everything that we eat and drink i mean there is balance there's a reason why coke has as much sugar or saccharin in it because it need, if, if it wasn't there you would not be able to drink it hmm. you know and even to think back when cola was a mixture of herbs and spices that could actually be identified and not a chemical name associated with it that's, um, you know, like real root beer. Like on my webpage, I have a recipe for real root beer and you think about like, you know, all these different herbs and spices. You mean it's not line. just
4: wintergreen and vanilla?
2: <laughs> Add the bottle. Home,
3: homebrewchef.com is the website, by the way. I have more questions. I need yes. to keep us moving, guys. I'm keep, sorry. Because okay. uh, we really ended up with a lot of questions in front of us. So. It's amazing. I think Colin's right. Uh, listen to this segment over. It's a great place for us to it, start it and really do
4: our It really is. Uh, Sean gave us some good tools there.
3: Here's a good beer pairing question. Uh, a beer, what style of beer, um, or a, a, a specific beer, if you have one in mind, to pair with curry?
2: Curry. This must be one of
3: our the, well, the uh, traditional, British...
2: Uh, the, the traditional is a lager with curry, right? <laughs> well, and it's interesting, too, because if you go to an Indian restaurant, usually you only see, like, Kingfisher and... Right? Uh, Oh, what's that one I just had? Uh,
3: yeah, he said, "Don't say just Kingfisher." Yeah, <laughs> he wants something. He said well, something no. that complements the subtle spiciness of of like northern Indian curry.
2: And see, northern Indian is very different than southern India. Okay, uh, so he's specific. And, and I really actually like the fact that he's that specific because in the south there's a lot more coconut, a lot more mango, there's a lot more tropical flavors. They're actually a lot more relaxed uh, vegetarian-wise. Where in the north they actually will use an herb. Uh, or, yeah. It's a well, spice actually, called Asapeteia, that actually they're so religious that, you know, cows are the... Religious, you know, figurehead, if you will. And yeah. You never. And will you eat don't a cow. eat cow, Yeah. You do not or, eat cow, or, or drink their milk, right? or even eat what the cows might eat that actually grows in the ground, like garlic like. and onions. But yet, garlic and onions are such a predominant backbone in Indian cuisine, and so they actually, the, this spice, when you cook it in ghee, it actually, when you first smell it, it's like, oh my god, are you kidding me? I mean, but then when you cook it, it actually morphs itself into this oniony, garlicky, like flavor without any onion or garlic in your in your dish. And what, what is the spice? It's called asafatea.
4: Asafatea.
2: And, and it's actually like these little like pea, like smaller than pea-shaped uh, things that usually you find it ground. If you ever find it fresh and you grind it yourself, your whole kitchen will just have this real pungent, pungent aroma. Not quite like durian, but it's, it's pretty damn strong. <laughs> It but, stinks, but, and, but that's what's kind of fun about it is is that understanding all these different spices, and and so when you think about the north, there's a lot more. I almost don't want to say richness, and I mean even like the word curry. I mean, are they saying more like a masala? I mean, there's a lot of different flavors. Yeah, cur- curry's not an herb. Yes, curry's not an herb. And yes, you see it in a spice rack or on the shelf when you buy your spices. But really, well, I think cu- it, all curry means is is a mixture of spices.
3: Well, and I think Peter's referring it to as a dish. I, I think when you go yes. to a lot of places uh, in the curry, yeah, yes. you can get yourself some. Especially in Britain, uh, it's yes. popular. and That's the thing too. And it's actually so
2: Britain, chicken vindaloo. Yeah. Vindaloo, exactly, or, you know, Lamb Rogue, and Josh. Or, so pair know, a I mean, beer. Give me a beer pairing. Um, you know, a double IPA, I mean, outside of the fact that an IPA, India Pale Ale, really does work very well because the bitterness actually does. Um, Indian food plays up a lot of bitter flavors. Um, if you really start to look at what uh, they use, um, they use like a green uh, mango powder. So they take green mangoes that are completely unripe. Uh, dry them out and then pulverize them, and that when they add it at the end actually brings out a bitter taste to it. They actually do the same thing with pomegranate seeds. They do the same thing with a few other spices, and um, like turmeric. Turmeric's very bitter by itself. It makes mustard yellow, but it also adds that you know bitter component. And so when you think about bitter, and then adding a bitter beer to it that actually has a pretty decent malt backbone, you're actually going to have a really nice playoff. Most curries from the north with the onions, because you have that sweetness that's, again, an underlying flavor in the dish. And it's the same thing we need to think about when we're pairing it. I mean, something real malty and sweet probably would be almost overbearing. Okay, But if it's a real spicy, spicy dish, you probably want to go a little bit... I think Excuse you had a spicy
3: me. dish just before uh, this segment.
2: <laughs> the <a> spicy meat <laughs> catching up with you.
3: Yeah, chuck that beer for a second. We got to take a break anyway. So you want to take a break? You know, we,
4: we need to watch Bevo here
2: for a second. Yeah, but um, if you really think about having that balance of um, the sweetness and the uh, the the complexity, because a lot of curries are very layer there's a whole bunch of different ingredients from the garlic to the ginger to the onions and you know that's a backbone for a lot of the sauces you know and then they have the cumin the coriander the the uh, oh, there's so many different directions you can go I mean it's so generic but you can really go and build off that and so look at like maybe a good multi uh, brown ale would also be kind of nice I mean I also think too... You could do a stout with some of the oniony, tomatoy, you know, items that you would see uh, masalas. Like a chicken masala would be really nice, you know. And especially too, if you think about like the uh, basmati rice, it kind of has a nuttiness to it, and that's usually served or the dal. Be served with it. You know, you when, when I look
4: at those flavors, you know, what works out well for me, and it's like naan and partha. Oh, so Any, of those, a, 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 any of those flavors that, that are like naan and partha are going to be phenomenal. Oh, so, exactly. You know, so so and, we could and take and some I mean, really... Think
2: about yogurt. I mean, what... Yogurt has, I mean, I think a lambic really would work really well because, I mean, if you start to look at the condiments, whether it's the mango chutney, the lime, you know, uh, the pickled limes that they do, all these other little things that, you know, you kind of see there on the shelf when you're in the ethnic aisle, um, really experiment with that stuff and actually the start to learn. The ethnic aisle you like that? I do like that. Was <laughs> that PC enough? It was
3: pretty PC. And there is. Everyone has the ethnic aisle now. It's great. All As if all the other aisles are the white aisles, and then you have the ethnic aisle. It's perfect. i got to get us to a break. I'm sorry to interrupt yes. you by no, 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 no. calling we you a racist. A uh, we're going to come back and check in on you call Bevo. You a racist? <laughs> I didn't. Not in so many words. No.
4: <laughs> and a racist. Beav, you look better than you did at the beginning.
3: It's, is it is it feeling better? Is it Are numbing you a little bit energy? No, it's still she, in pain. She's
4: just getting better at dealing but with the found
3: pain. The the what? The middle is numb. The, is numb. the middle, is middle is numb. The actual spine part is numb. Is that like with Sam? <laughs> <The middle is laughs> she has a sexy look on her face now, though. Before it was just wincing <laughs> in pain, but now it's like a, I like the pain kind of a look. You don't like the paint. <laughs> it's not totally misinterpreted. I'm just trying to help you out, Bevo. <laughs> All right, folks at home are watching on justin.tv slash brewing network. We've got it on the webcam. All you podcasters are like, damn it. How's it looking over there? Is it looking good? I see a couple thumbs up. You're about to get to the painful part, is what you mean. Uh, He's just now (laughs) finished the outline. (laughs) Why Why is he smiling the way he is? I love it. It's fantastic. All right, and then up next is Pastor Terrence the Black. He'll be getting a tattoo on his wrist. Uh, now you've moved it to your butt, <laughs> Terrence has now moved it from That's his right kind
2: of pastor to his butt.
3: <laughs> Obviously, you're not Baptist. <laughs> Jesus will still know it's there, Terrence. You can't hide it underneath your pants. Jesus All right, knows. you might as well get it on your face. He Praise knows. the Lord. He knows his son, Terrence. Too much pig this week. All right, we're going to take a quick break uh, and then come back and talk a little more with Sean Paxson. I got a few more questions. We'll wrap things up over there. We'll probably give away a drunk of the week. I see at least one person passed out here on the patio, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. We'll do some other things, too. Tasty's just hanging out, having a good time. I love it. We'll be right back. It's the You're listening to the Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on the Brewing
0: holiday season is one of gratitude, giving, and winning. More Beer says thank you to all their wonderful customers with deals from Thanksgiving through New Year's, in addition to low prices, free shipping, and the More Beer deal of the day every day. And one lucky customer is going to win Regan's Big Fat Package, the very first More Beer pressurizable conical fermenter. Rolling out just in time for the holidays, it's their brand new redesigned stainless conical line with a new threadless racking port, new standoff, And a new pressurizable lid. They're giving away one of these new pressurizable conicals on December 31st. For every order you place with More Beer between November 1st and December 31st, use the coupon code CONICAL up to once every day to enter yourself into the drawing. Go to morebeer.com for more details. The 2009 More Beer season of winning. Win yourself some great deals and maybe even a brand new conical fermenter. Enter today only at morebeer.com. Where were we?
10: You stole an oak barrel from the mist of Ravenwood and Lord Zinfandel the
0: Avenger is in pursuit. Do you drop the barrel and run? Hell no. We need it for a or Red. I'm gonna cast Pediacacus Damnathus on the barrel. Sorry, your ghosts are imprisoned in his winery forever. I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. This sucks. What do we have here, Orville Rodenbach? Buzz off, guy. We got a brew session going. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th-level beer nerd. Are you a 10th-level beer nerd? Do you get a long-lasting foam stand when you think about wheat malt? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs. Ingredients, equipment, and knowledge at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping. Only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the pre-prohibition lager. Perfect for steampunk. And the single hop best bitter. Now on cap and 10 forward. Make 10th-level at... Northern Brewer dot com.
3: You're listening to Alright, welcome back to the program, everybody. Still here at Downtown Joe's, hanging out. A lot of familiar faces. Some new BN faces. I like to see that when we come out here. Our friend Chris has been coming to meet us out here every time. I'm always happy to see you, Chris. And he's always rocking the hat and the hoodie. And, and it looks like... And he's got the t-shirt under the hoodie. Uh, the man could strip for five minutes and still be wearing Hop Grenade logos. It's I think perfect. he needs
2: a, lo- uh, a tattoo, though. Really, like, <laughs> Chris, full, are you ready for friend. your
3: tattoo? You I know you're dedicated, but maybe not that quite that dedicated. You've only got a few years left in you it, uh, you you're not long enough to regret it, <laughs> uh, just it kidding, I hope we see you for years and years to come it's good to see you out here and like I said some new faces hanging out too thanks everybody for coming out uh, Bevo uh, it, 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 finishing up how are we doing over there is that tattoo almost done or what looks like it's almost done yeah uh, getting close. How you doing, Beef? Doing now. Right? You're much happier now, the nerves are relaxed. You look great. Uh not, you don't no, you're relax. still are you worried it's about like
2: spot like a day at the spot?
3: Are you already thinking that you've possibly made a mistake? Are you already starting to wonder about that? No? Alright, wait till tomorrow morning. Yeah,
2: that's
3: a pretty good <laughs> I was uh, I was completely convinced I wanted mine. I still woke up thinking it was a mistake. But then uh, within another twenty four hours it was fine again. So I don't know if that's a normal process, but that's what happened to me. So, uh, yeah, you'll be staring in the mirror for a couple of days. Sammy, how, how are you feeling about uh, the tattoo? You can see it. Uh, is it completed? Is it actually done? It's closed. Close. And how are you feeling about I love it? Very good. You, can you see my face there inside the hop grenade? You actually see my smiling face at you? <laughs> Me giving you the finger every time you have to look at it? Yeah. Yeah, you might hear my voice talking about your wife's ass every time you look at that. It'd be great so like ruining my friends lives I don't know what, what it is about me that makes that makes me feel good about that We've got two more tattoos to give tonight, it sounds like. Uh, Terrence the Black is going to get one. Uh, he's going to get one right on his wrist. I think we've just talked him into getting the big size, because he's kind of a beefy, he's a meaty guy. Uh, he's had some... He's, 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 yeah, he, uh, You that, said it, that not me. Is <laughs> the or A-T? Uh, so we got the. I think Terrence going to get one. And then there's another young lady here, uh, who shall remain nameless, who is also going to get one. So... If you're watching the camera right now, though, justin.tv slash Brewing Network, you might see our official Drunk of the Week uh, for this week's session, and uh, she's done a wonderful job. Sam is going to reward her with with the medal, and uh, it's, it's... It is it is the lovely... Uh, it is the lovely Rochelle, and uh, the, the the medal is being placed around her now. Uh, Sam is... <laughs> right there is, and, and she, you know, she earned that medal. Uh, for those of you who can't see the camera maybe work. you're driving she's actually completely passed out on the table she's she's laying there she's been asleep for a while she's resting uh, but Sam has just uh, p- placed the, the medal on her and, and, and she earned it a round of applause for our official Woo! official drunk of the week
2: she'll listen to this
3: later here today and, uh, wow. <laughs> I do believe it's history. It's the first drunk of the week we've ever given to a passed-out individual, I do think. It's never it's never happened before. Uh, so, a lot of firsts here today, Colin. I think we're breaking uh, not only a Brewing Network ground, but uh, some radio ground here. <laughs> we've, we've, we've given a medal to a passed-out individual. That's and never happened. We, we're on our second on-air tattoo, uh, uh, three and four to come. I mean, I think, really, we are breaking some records here. We so.
2: chugged a... Uh, a harvest
3: ale. We did chug a, a wet hopped beer. Uh, That's my first. Wait, we've we double IPAs in front of us. Yeah. Oh boy. Listen, ah. nobody ever can say that the BN hasn't innovated. <laughs> I need a wheat I wine every time. I need like, some wheat wine every time, like, every time. Like the beer awards come up, you know, where they give like beer journalism awards or like you know, uh, you know, most uh, a contributing person. I get listeners who who writes me and they go, "Hey, how come you haven't been nominated for these things?" And I always go, "Have you listened to our shows?" Like we're known for giving tattoos and, and drugs okay, okay, up the okay. week. Okay,
4: so so can I brag a little bit? Yes, brag. I uh uh one of my uh crowning achievements as a beginning home brewer yeah. was I won a uh a beer journalism award. Really? Uh for the best beer article. No kidding. Yeah. Congratulations.
3: What was that? What uh, periodical did that end up in? Zymergy? or
4: No uh, uh beer. Okay, uh, yeah. The beer magazine. Uh, Good. And uh, uh, Brew Your Own. Actually, it was Brew, brew Your own. own. Okay, not beer. And, uh, Beer's yeah. new. Chris was my editor. Okay. And Chris Colby, yeah. Yep. And, uh, what was the article on? Was it water? No. Oh. Uh, that was long before I even discovered water. you water. Got it. Yeah, it was uh, uh, it was on uh, designing equipment as a home brewer. Oh, right. And ah. you got the Beard Journalism Award for you. I did, Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, and then and then the organization that gave that award folded. Oh. So I got the last one. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. So it could have been your you fault. You just closed <laughs> it down.
3: Yeah. It really could have been your fault.
4: Yeah, that was like 12 years ago then.
3: All right. So let's get through some more questions as Bevo finishes up her tattoo. Now she's smiling and laughing. She's Now she's playing it cool. Uh, whereas before, she could have actually imploded the look on her face. <laughs> and now she's like, ah, it's a piece of cake.
2: She, she was
4: preparing to give birth. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This might
2: be that gateway
3: tattoo and all this stuff. Paxton, I think you're right about this. She has the look on her face now. She's all stoked about it. I like how this This time feels. next year, Colin, when we're back here for our, our last show of the year next year, it's gonna be she'll like a, the hops, she'll have like a I mean. dragon bodysuit all the way down one side from the, but,
9: all well, the scales will be a little so, hot so Let's do a pool
4: where we count the tattoos. Yeah,
2: see, yeah. How many tattoos will Bebo end up with? And then we'll have to double check with Sam to see like how many there
3: really are. Sam still won't have any. You have like a big yeah. sissy. His, his wife will have half a bodysuit. And uh, then she'll <laughs> have all these extra piercings. And <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like smoking pot. Yeah, we always and Sam will drugs. still
3: be the least respected Person at church, even though he's the only one with pure skin left. <laughs> pure. Are you going to get a tattoo, Sam? Not tonight. I'm, uh, I think you're. Ma- are you going to get one tonight? Not tonight, he says he has no
4: money to get one tonight. You know we'll take we'll take uh, donations. Pass the pipe glass
2: around. Yeah. What's that, Terrence? Oh, there's already money coming out. Now <laughs> so,
3: yeah, Ter- it's it's legitimate, Terrence, who really is a, a pastor. will take up an offering
7: for you. And, uh, he so will, it's he it's will, Sunday. He'll pass around the
3: plate. It is Sunday. Fifteen percent will go to Sam's tattoo. We'll take the rest. He's passing his hat around, just like Jesus. Does. I see twenty already in there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was good, though. <laughs> All right. A few more questions for Pax. I want to get the serious side of this program done. Now that we've given away our uh, Drunk of the Week. I like,
2: I'm the serious
4: and, guy.
3: Uh, you are, Well, listen, Pax. Let's face it. You're the serious guy. Um, oh, I have a thank you. For, uh, Brandon writes in that he wanted to thank you for your Dogfish 120 recipe on the website. Nice. He says, we did 10 gallons in the past uh, spring, and it turned out great. Awesome. So thanks for helping out when they were prepping the recipe. And that's Brandon oh, from yeah. Nashville. We actually
2: talked a lot about that. Um, Actually, this is a great segue. If people ever have any questions and stuff, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Sean Paxton, and also on Twitter at homebrewchef.com, or homebrewchef. And then actually my email address is sean at homebrewchef.com. I try to get to you guys as quick as I can depending on what's going on, but i uh, really love to hear back from you guys. Uh, and actually, tomorrow, we're going to be doing the show with Jameel. You are doing Can You Brew It? with Jameel tomorrow. 7 so o'clock, I think, is our show time. Maybe I six. get a lot of questions on that 120 recipe, so we're going to talk about that tomorrow.
3: All right. A crowd okay, so has gathered around Bevo also. Everyone's excited about how these As tattoos are coming should. out.
4: I, so uh you notice they uh, made us move outside tonight. Did you look inside to see how many people were in there?
9: Empty And inside. did you look outside? And, and look how boring
4: it is inside. <laughs>
3: See, it's just convincing management how we roll, Colin. You're convinced. You know. know we have to convince everybody else. That, listen, where we are is where the people go. Especially when there's half-naked women getting ink. It helps. When they're people smiling. Are like, people are like, football? That girl just took her shirt off. Yeah.
4: All right. Um, okay. So I, I have some questions for Sean. All right. Go for it. And and if, if we're done with uh, listener questions. Well, I do oh, have more, but bunch. we'll mix them in. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll okay, well, let, let's start from the beginning, Sean, because <laughs> uh, dun, 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 the first dun. time that you and I sat down uh, to talk about what it was about food and beer that works together, the first thing we talked about, which is what I think is the most important thing, is balance. True. However, we, we had a common uh, experience palate-wise, and, and we were able to run through it really fast. But there really are, this is a big question. So can we start with salt
2: and sweet and and move on and, and talk sure. about all of the flavors of balance? Well, salt is one thing. Once you've added too much, there's no way to really take it out. Um, people talk about putting a potato in something to try to absorb it as it cooks. Just start over. Um, So using salt sparingly and thinking as things reduce, it'll get saltier. So that's kind of the best rule of thumb there. Uh, For bitter, if it is too bitter, um, things reduce too much, maybe the beer had a little bit more bitterness. Uh, sugar and think about not just white table sugar, which does work, but honey, brown sugar, uh, the dark candy syrups from dark candy, um, all those things actually work really well. Molasses, especially like in a porter or something like that, will add a lot more complexity, a lot more depth to the dish, and that will actually help balance out the. Uh, I think it's. Done. I think Bevo just as, as she
3: just finished. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh. I mean, I mean, Rob just finished. Are you three? No, yet? I mean, the tattoo is finished. The, the tattoo's done. Sorry <laughs> to interrupt, so but then we had some cheering crowd in the back. Yeah, turn, turn to. Oh, wow. very wow. nice. it looks very awesome. Nice. Actually, it yes. looks really good. Get Rob's closer, doing a kick-ass job, man. Those things look great. You now, Bevo, uh, officially, uh, are branded. By me. Uh, for the rest of your life. So whether it really doesn't matter what I do now. I can piss you off to no end. I'm in your life forever. I'm tattooed to your body. I'm talking Terrence out of it as I say these things. He's like, oh, Justineers. when you put
1: it that way. Yeah. I just want to make an announcement. I just bought the BN, and I'm changing the hop grenade actually to a, a wheat, a, a barley leaf.
7: <laughs> oh, no. Uh,
3: so, Rob, uh, do you do cover-ups?
1: Is <laughs> there we? a V in there somewhere? I, I thought we were going to use a
3: watermelon. We, we talked to about cover. this. It will <laughs> it'll more easily convert to a watermelon, I think, than a... Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll talk about that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wow. Uh, is Rob getting his own photo for his portfolio, too? All right. Hey Chad, my camera's in that green bag too. Do me a favor, make sure we get pictures of this stuff. And Bevo, uh, now that she's complete, I know there's a lot of cell phone pictures being tweeted and Facebooked and all that. So just uh, check it Guilty. out. Guilty. Collins Page and Sean Paxton. The now, you know, I got six and, friend requests uh, since
9: I
4: started posting yeah. pictures of Bevo. Oh man! Oh, they'll be coming <laughs> in. See happens. Yeah. Bevo's your
2: lucky charm.
4: Wow!
3: And we're only halfway through the uh, the tattoos. There's two more. Terence Black's about to sit down and get his uh, wrist tattooed. It's going to be a sexy wrist when it's done and will you also get Go down turns. to your sport top uh, Terrence to get yours even though it's on the you <laughs> know it's just on the wrist uh, it seems to be the thing to do and the people inside downtown Joe's like to look out the window at people with their shirts off so if you could please get down to your sport top Terrence, thank you. Okay, Joe, carry on. Sorry, it was an exciting moment. Bevo just got her first tattoo. She's scarred on for life. Air. Uh, on the air. I was there. Wow, my uh, this I had no idea that this would be so I'm infectious. Scarred.
2: I have this idea in my
3: head. I'm starting to feel bad about what I've created <laughs> here. It's good for you.
2: Oh, just think when she first came on the show, Justin. I know. She Before so she stripped i could got to think
3: about when I met her. Was, she was the most innocent person I've ever met. Uh, Before just she to let you. stripped on the stripper pole. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah
1: that was, uh, she's kind of come full circle. I really. This it's like woman. growing up with Bevo. Yeah. I just want to let you know, as a sponsor of the show, I just paid for the tattoo. You did? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Sully, that's a nice man.
1: And she did bring it up before. I have to say, she's texting me about
3: the tattoo, and she goes, "Could you ask him if he'll take a check?" <laughs> and I was like, yeah, "Vivo."
1: Yeah, come she's on. A, she's an absolute good sport about it. I mean, sitting there in the chair with the people on the other window and everything yeah, yeah. going on there, she's just smiling. The audience. She's a great, great girl. You know, uh, I, thought, I thought that was a thing to do. Sully,
3: you're the man. Thanks, brother. That's perfect. That's great. So now, officially, you've been branded by a sponsor is how it goes <laughs> <laughs> Sam will have to think of both of our faces every time he sees that thing Sully <laughs> It'll be great alright uh can you remember where you had left off, Paxton? Uh, or do, should I start well, us on we a were new topic? Talk,
4: we were talking about balance. Okay. About balance. And, 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 and there's salty. lots of things we balance. So yes. salt and vinegar might balance. Salt and sweet might balance. or And vinegar lots of will
2: also like, um, because if you think lemon juice, you think about like what we were talking about, Indian flavors. That's kind of why they add the turmeric or the, the green mango powder or the pomegranate seeds, that that actually adds bitterness. So we can actually do that by adding a bitter beer or reducing it down a little bit. Um, if we over reduce, you know, like I was saying to sweeten it back up with the different sugars, um, if it's too spicy, um, you can add more sugar, but that spice will still be there. So again, it's easier to add a little bit, taste it, and then add a little bit more if you think it needs more. And sometimes you need to taste it twice, but don't double dip like you see sometimes. It's always good to have a clean spoon. Especially if you're cooking like how I cook for a lot of people.
3: So And I like the no double dipping. In general. I thought as a, general for a germ role. freak,
2: you know, you would just, are we talking about bevo? Or thanking yes, oh. that too. As it just in general, just don't. It's never good. So that's really where to really rethink and like also think about how and which you taste and and you know like what is it going to go on and and that's where you really need to rethink what and how the flavors are going to be acting and actually even think you know like next time you go out to dinner or next thing that you make. Just stop and really analyze it. Like, really, like, why does this work? Why does this mac and cheese work? Why do these buffalo wings work? I mean, you got that blue cheese dip. Okay, so, so let's, say,
4: let's say, you know, uh, traditional buffalo, buffalo wings. What are we, those? We have, we have <laughs> sweet,
2: sour vinegar. <laughs> yes. So you have three of the four components right there. What, what's the fourth? Salty. Salt. And you have salt, too, yeah. But it's not overly salty, not no, like a but potato chip.
4: Like, well, like be,
2: yeah. the uh, the sea salt and vinegar potato chips, God, I just can't put that bag down because you get the crunch in there too. But that's where you really need to rethink how you taste and what you're tasting and why you're tasting it and like what's in there. I mean, I know it's kind of a trippy thing, but you know, it's a good and a bad thing to look at the ingredients that are actually on the label of the package that you're eating, Justin. So you know when you're I look that ramen, you know I okay. Look. So so well, I
4: don't look at those
2: anymore because I already so, know. Yes, it, you memorize. Right. Yeah, those. <laughs> so, I, that, so, that. If we
4: take everything my, else, I still look. If we take my four plus two
2: uh, four version, plus two. I like that actually. Yeah, yes. four plus two because yeah, so minty, Nami you know certainly anami doesn't always strong sour. and also you're not going to get that with a lot of things. Anami doesn't always happen in the dish, so no, but it does blend well. Oh, it does. I yeah, it, if,
4: if yeah, if you if you. You know, uh, savory is the He's such a English.
2: fusion guy.
4: <laughs> well, no, you know what? I actually looked, tried to uh, figure out how to add Unami to beer for the longest time. And you should keep looking at that. And But I don't think it's a desirable character in beer.
2: Yeah, MSG in beer would be a little funky.
4: I've tried it. I, uh, not not in a commercial batch, but in a glass glass in a glass by
2: glass basis. I've tried it. My only problem with MSG is that anytime it's in food, especially like Chinese food, I'm so thirsty. Afterwards. it just I can't. Oh let's get see, uh make a beer that makes you thirsty. Oh that'd be bad, wouldn't it? Salty peanuts <laughs> served with that thing are spicy. And that's actually if you also think about too, like the bar snacks that are so common, salty pretzels, peanuts, all that stuff. I mean it makes you thirsty. It like does. that's I mean it, it's just the little thing that the bar owner or the bartender has learned. Hey, I'll get more tips because I have to buy more beer. So I mean it's all those little things too I mean that affects how we taste And it's also in certain restaurants Like they orchestrate it to do that so. Okay so, so well why does salt work well with beer? Well, salt enhances. I mean, it, it's an enhancer. It, it opens up your palate, and it really just brings everything a whole nother layer. Um, I always find sometimes as you taste something, like, God, that just needs something else. Sometimes it just needs a little bit more salt. Actually, I learned that way back when, when I was about 16, I made that potato salad. I just kept adding the whole kitchen sink and putting everything in there. And by the time I was done, the same person was like, it still needs a little bit more salt, and sure enough, was she right? So, okay, so let's let's
4: run down this path. So, which part of the salt is important—the sodium or the chloride, or is it both? God, and is you're it both such a for water? Guy. And is it both for different reasons? So, if you use potassium chloride, what do you what what do you get?
2: You know, to be honest, I've actually never used. Uh, you never used sea salt. Well, I mean. Okay, I do use a lot of sea salt actually.
4: Okay, so that has more potassium, so that takes out some of the sodium. I actually did not know of
2: God, of are good. Um, I use a of of sea salt because, actually, it is a little bit more saltier than, like, a kosher salt. Um, kosher salt's a little bit more forgiving, so you can actually over-salt and not realize it as easy because it's not as salty. Um, I mean, I do have, you of know, 20 of kinds of salt at home. But I do, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs>
4: I have three salt. kinds
2: of salt, and I think I'm kind of a geek. So.
4: I kind make, of a geek? I'm, gonna, I'm about to answers. stop you guys from
3: geeking out right now so we can get all this stuff covered and yes, make sure everyone's still tuning in.
2: But we'll do this. I mean, there's so many questions, but, I mean, I hope that that kind and of And only least, one show. Uh, well, for now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Justin? Justine. Easy on
3: the announcements, Paxton.
2: <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, How about beer? How about pairing beer with vegetarian food? Totally. Now, this is, I think, another one of these open-ended questions because vegetarian food is not one dish, right? Vegetarian food is all French sorts fries of dishes. French vegetarian, but, but, right? <laughs> I think so. Oh, well, depending on the oil, the fat. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, just yes. any tips about, are they the, they're, they're, are they the same tips? Just, just go for the flavors you like? And
2: well, it's not only just the flavors you like, but also think about caramelization, especially in vegetarian food. Um, obviously, if you're doing a raw diet, you can't caramelize because you can't cook anything over 118 degrees. But uh, to understand, you know, what it is, whether it's eggplant, potatoes, uh, carrots, garbanzo beans. I mean, we can keep going on and on and on. But, you know, if you think about those flavors and are they nutty, are they roasty, are they malty, you know, what's going to go good with that caramelization, especially if you're doing, like, grilled grilled eggplant versus, you know, sautéed eggplant, you get a little bit more of that smokiness. So, yeah, I mean, you know, porter stouts, IPAs, brown ales, uh, some of the – The Belgian ales that I love, like Old Bruins, as well as uh, Flanders Reds, I think work really well with that. Sour beers actually work really well with vegetarian food to kind of add that extra umph, a little extra flavor profile. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you can go a lot of different directions. Okay. I mean, it's pretty much endless depending on what you're doing. Follow the same
3: guidelines as the middle of the show, I would say. Pretty much. Yeah, we did there. Taste. Okay. One more question unless something comes through the chat because this is just another topic that we can do so you don't have to give me a quick answer sure. to this one but I did talk at the beginning of the show that we might give tips about holiday beers yes and so not just the beers but uh, uh, Chris had written in asking about Christmas Thanksgiving dinner ideas with beer pairings so um, maybe we could narrow that down and, and talk about a traditional uh, American Thanksgiving dinner you know with your turkey and or ham how and your stuffing, stuffing? And, yeah. th- and some things like that how about some and beer the pairings, social
2: lubricant. Um, a holiday brie- beer brings
4: to <laughs> let's face it, family.
3: Every family needs it, needs it because we hate our families until Thanksgiving Day.
4: No, no, and we no, need no, a no, no. We, we love our families, but we can't choose our families. <laughs> is that what it is? So, so we're stuck with the families we've got, but I we see. do love them. You're I'm more diplomatic. than A really <laughs>
2: nice double IPA. In this question.
4: But here we
3: are. Let's let's picture a nice traditional Thanksgiving dinner that uh, that most of us can do at home. What, let's start with beer pairings with that dinner, and then we'll let you give us some crazy dishes that, that might might be able to do, too, with beer.
2: Well, I mean, you think about pumpkin pie, you think mashed potatoes, you think about your Brussels sprouts, yeah. you think about your roasted turkey and your wild mushroom gravy and all that other great stuff. Yeah,
3: you're right. Now I'm thinking about all of that, yes.
2: And, uh, you know, I, I really like, you know, especially like with the sweet potatoes or the yams that you have, and, you know, you have a lot of these real earthy flavors, and so I really like some of the spiciness that some of the holiday ales bring bring, uh, you know, you get a little bit of that spice. Some of them have a little bit more of a porter or an amber kind of backbone to them. Right. Sort of. if you did, if you didn't have access to the spice beers, you would certainly oh, an take amber an amber or, or a, porter. a porter or and, and
4: add spices. Yeah. yeah, I
2: mean, you know, or even not even add spices. I mean, you could brew it up. Actually, you know, you should have already brewed those beers if you're going to have that for Thanksgiving. But you know, oh, was I, mean? I
4: supposed to think ahead about that?
2: Yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> I, I Oops. actually, I'm, I'm always so busy in the fall. I never have a chance to brew all these fu- fun beers that I want brew that time of year, so I need to brew them like a year in advance. Um, but to really get into, you know, you kind of want more malty. I mean, you think about, you know, it's a lot more comforting. It's cold outside. We want something with a little bit more girth. We don't want this thin, light pilsner. We don't want this, you know, real hoppy double IPA. At least, I don't really think double IPAs or triple IPAs or even IPAs with Thanksgiving dinner, because I just think they're too aggressive. You know, I, I think so. Too, I mean, you
4: know, there's um, a what is Thanksgiving? It's a session It's a session of food It's a session of beer
2: so It's also session a beer. style of food I mean In In I don't know. I mean, you can take Thanksgiving a lot of different directions. I just did it for uh, Beer Advocate where I took it in a uh, Hispanic way and actually did a whole Hispanic-style oh, turkey, which is really fun. Uh, I actually used Imperial Stout in the uh, the mole gravy, and it worked really, really well with a, uh, a cornbread stuffing with chorizo and caramelized onions and beer and really fun stuff. So, I mean, again, you can take it a lot of different directions. But really, to kind of answer the question... I really look at the maltier beers, um, your brown ales, your porters, uh, definitely like a Dortmunder. I know uh, Tasty was talking about brewing one of those. That would be really tasty. Um, I could really, and Tasty, Tasty. Uh, but also, I can see the spiciness of some of the holiday beers work really well. I always like Anchor Christmas that time of year, um, especially as it just comes out. Uh, you know, you could go a little different, you know, with like the Maui Coconut Porter, I think would be kind of interesting. Oh, I haven't ever tried that. I think that could be really interesting with the Turkey. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I also think a lot of the Belgian beers are really a lot of fun. Uh, you know, Orval would be really, I think, a fun beer. Um, it is a little bit more aggressive on the hoppiness, but you kind of get that little Brett character and not too strong. I mean, you could go. So okay, many different so, directions. Okay, so Terrence is
3: now sitting down. Just let me interrupt just for a second. Did it, did it, He's did now it, in the chair, sitting down with his pure skin for the very last time. Uh, we're gonna. We're, what oh, we're watching. It's a very good webcam I have, Terrence. We'll be able to see it. Oh, what if we can't see the tattoo? <laughs> 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 hey, Rob. Does will green show up on Terrence's skin? Because Rob's got some... Not like Terrence's skin. Well, you guys are close in shade. Will Green show up, you think? It will. So people will be able to see Terrence's tattoo. Not just when he smiles. (laughs) It's still... See, if you weren't my friend, Terrence, I would get letters about that. <laughs> yes,
4: you would. <laughs> but people know
3: that they, they don't write me about that. They're more angry about uh, me potentially being sponsored by Monster Energy Drinks than by my racist comments towards you. <laughs> can you? Believe, these are my listeners. They don't care. I can call you all the names in the world. They don't say a word. I say I'm now no, sponsored no, by center, Monster, and name. I get letters all day, all day long. All right, so Terrence is getting ready to uh, depurify himself with a nice hop grenade tattoo right on his wrist. He's really manning up about it, too. He's not hiding this thing. Uh, His wife, Becca, is here. Becca, are you okay with this? You look a little sad because you won't be able to look at that arm again anymore. Yeah, you're worried about his skin. Good job, Bevo. All right. So I, I will tell you this just as a teaser. We're going to finish up the beer and food segment, too. But I have now, I've, I've roped a, a microphone cable over there. Producer Shat has. So we will be able to get a microphone on Terrence to see how this goes. It's uh, it's probably the light. last on-air tattoo we're going to do tonight. There is another tattoo coming up. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're not going to rush Rob through any of these. And it's getting toward the end of the show. But So we'll try to get some mic
4: time uh, with Terrence and his Oh, So no, the buzzing. I, I feel gypped here. Now, I'm not even a listener listener, and I feel gypped. You do? Yeah. I, I didn't get the microphone for Bevo. I know.
3: <laughs> it was, well, it was because Chat screwed up the setting up of the whole thing, and uh, No, I did. I had brought a microphone for that, and we ended up down a mic. So, what we're doing, Colin, actually, is stealing your mic for the end of the show, and dragging it over there. So now you should feel really gypped. Because <laughs> not only did you not get Bevo, but you won't have a mic anymore. I, I see how It, it would is. have just
5: been pathetic whimpering.
3: just you couldn't even speak. Even off the microphone, I'm asking you questions, you didn't answer. You just nodded and, and gave your husband the finger. I didn't even see her <laughs> nod. That was all you did. It's always your fault, Sam. How, how do you feel it. now? Now it's fine, right? <laughs> now it still kind of stings? All right. It looks great. Hop grenades everywhere. I'm really proud of myself. A lot of debauchery I've caused. My dad has a hop grenade. A few listeners really? have hop grenades. Nice. After tonight, most of my friends have hop grenades.
4: So, so, Justin, uh, just I mean, here's the real one. question. When are you getting a hot grenade? I have them. I've got three of them. <laughs> no, no, two.
3: I've got two of them already. I just don't have an official, like, giant single logo. H- who would do that? That's a stupid thing to do. I, you
4: know <laughs> what? I, I think we need, like, the 10 inch tramp stamp <laughs> on me. <Nate>. Yeah. <laughs> on Justin. I would never uh, just, get just that, to all... that. Just to show that you sold out. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm going to yeah, get a monster logo on my back. No, I think it's a stupid thing to get tattooed to your body. I would never do it. Not you, Terrence. I think it will look great on you. You'd be fine. All right.
2: But I will say, just to wrap up a little bit of the Thanksgiving stuff, if you go to Please my tip. website, I actually have uh, one of the articles I did for uh, Beer Advocate. is actually online uh, in the PDF. And then you can also go through. I have a whole bunch of other recipes for, like, a wild mushroom gravy, a doppelbott gravy uh there's uh, ipa roasted garlic mashed potatoes that actually savoir magazine oh, created yeah. one of the uh best of the web really yeah so it's actually kind of fun that's um, great so that's on there as well and that's a real good one uh a whole bunch of other really fun recipes for thanksgiving since i love this time of year and i think food and, and uh the celebration of food is such a great thing and
4: um, food and friends. Definitely. I mean, but so it's we're talking be, about it's... things that
2: balance: food and friends,
4: and and friends with and tattoos, alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> food and friends and beer. Yes, so,
3: my last so. question for you, Paxton, along the same lines about the holiday stuff. Now. The whole show you've talked about, and I like this, and you've told us what we can do and yes. what we can think about and how we can uh, expand on your knowledge and expand on our own ideas. Well, now my question is about what you're thinking about. So when you're thinking about your holiday brews, yes. your Christmas beers, your Thanksgiving beers, these things that you're going to do, I want to know what you are thinking about. Tell me what you're going to do uh, in terms of brewing this holiday season.
2: Well, what's actually going to be hard a little bit is is that when I actually get my turkey, because I'm actually leaving a little bit earlier to go up to Bend, Oregon, to, to actually brew a beer up there with one of your past guests.
3: With Tanya? Yeah. Nice. So
2: we're, You'll yeah, have a good time. time. I, I know I will. Yeah. She's a great person. Yeah. So. And just an amazing brewer. So she is really, a good brewer. Really, excited. Nice lady. Good so brewery. It's actually going to be a real fun beer, too, because Will Myers from Cambridge Brewing Company is involved. Deschutes is involved. It's this really complicated thing, and, and uh, you'll see it when it comes out. Okay. But... Um, uh, I'm actually looking at doing a sous vide uh, turkey. So, this is where I'll actually do a beer brine on it first. And that's where I'm struggling because to get the turkey I want versus a turkey I'm probably going to get, which both are going to be great turkeys, but I love certain types of turkey. And uh, I'm actually going to do a beer brine where I'm going to take Damnation from Russian River. And, uh, you know, Vinnie makes that just amazing beer. I think it's just a great backdrop for a beer like that. I think I'm going to go a little bit more in the Asian route. and And uh, do some uh, kaffir lime leaf, as well as some uzu, which is a Japanese citrus. Mm -hmm. And uh, also add some ginger, some lemongrass, just a touch of garlic, and make that into a brine. And then brine the turkey in that and then debone the whole thing and then actually vacuum seal those in a bag um, that has no air in it since I have a vacuum chamber at home and then actually cook that in a very consistent 163 degree water bath. Inside the bag? Uh, The bag will actually be sitting in this water bath and uh, that way you never overcook the turkey it takes about 5 hours but uh, I played with this technique where I did a different brine but the same technique and it just was the most juiciest, moistest bird you've ever had. And will there be a homebrew
3: of yours that's
2: paired with this? Uh, I actually, uh, I've been so busy, I actually haven't homebrewed in a little while. So, okay. So um, I do have some aged homebrew that I will be bringing. Okay. Uh, I haven't actually done the pairing piece, but uh, it should be really fun. So. All right. Good. But I am really excited about um, this kind of Asian, and I might do like a Japanese rice kind of stuffing. And I
4: get excited
3: about that. Asians, too.
4: Now, now, now that Bevo's been marked, you've got to move on. Yeah, she's not clean anymore. <laughs> she's dirty. She is no longer clean. My so love on. affair
3: with Bevo has ended. You, you would have thought it would have ended when she got married, but no, it ended with the tattoo. Gone. Yeah. Carry on. So I'm that's sorry, where I'm kind of
2: going. I'm still working on the whole gravy idea, like an Asian gravy. Right? Okay. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that a little bit, but um. sounds very un-American of you to yeah, do this Asian-themed like you know, Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah. You feel you don't feel wrong. About about that or like you're betraying your country?
2: That's a good question. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you're kidding me? What <laughs>
3: retard would feel bad about that? It sounds like a wonderful dinner.
2: Um, and I think it's just, it's, it, it's a fun way because we only cook turkeys so much, and and I like a real traditional turkey. And I also I always try to do something different. I almost went Moroccan this year. I oh like yeah, pomegranate molasses a lot, mm-hmm. and I had some really fun ideas with cinnamon and pomegranate I, Can molasses. I come to your house for Moroccan next yeah. year?
4: Yeah. Colin just finished, as a matter of fact.
2: <laughs> Whoa. he's done. That, uh, was, uh, that, was, <laughs> that was a much better idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on, Uzu and all that stuff with the turkey. I, I'm, I'm totally excited. Hey, that would be so. great. Yeah. Well, I did that actually with pork belly and. I'll, uh,
4: I'll bring some absinthe. I'll, I'll nice. There we
2: go. All right. Yes. So, yeah, so there's, I mean, again, this is where yourself, you don't have to follow any of my recipes or anything you see in Bon Appetit or all these other magazines. Um, but uh, you can look in, like, your own head like, God, what do I like to eat? And then, like, how can I infuse those flavors into what I like to well, eat? And, and, that and,
4: and I, I think one of the things you take for granted that the rest of us have to struggle with is you actually pick up something and taste it. And taste everything, and know the salt character, the sour character, all of those things. Guilty. Sorry. You, you really do know what it is you're tasting, and yeah. and, and I do when I drink a beer. I don't. Just, I mean, if, if I you design a beer, fruit, right? But, You'll
2: design a beer. So I mean, it's, I mean yeah. it's the same philosophy, it's the same technique, it's the same concept. Um, but I've have designed
4: you know more than a hundred beers, and and I've I've brewed you know professionally more than seven hundred batches of beer. If, if Slacker. <laughs> but if I were to walk out to a restaurant and have to make a, a
2: single dish, it would be a struggle. I'd be working at it. It's hard. And even some chefs I know, I mean, they struggle with that because that's not their, their, their strong suit. And that's where, you know, I encourage people to go outside of their comfort zone to learn that and to become better at it. Because that's actually sometimes I think your biggest growth... In whether it's a kitchen or as a brewer is going outside your comfort zone. Oh, I've never made a sour. Well, let well, start making sour, and oh, okay, I'm a little bit more comfortable with it. And, and just like what what we do with beer,
4: and and what what I need to do, what I need to start doing if I want to be a chef uh, with food is we start figuring out what flavors are what, and and how we add them, how we subtract them, what they add and subtract to the flavors.
2: And and why are you putting that in there? Right, just like with beards. Why? Why? Why why did I add vinegar to those buffalo fish guts? Or you know, why are you adding gelatin? Or why are you adding? You You know, know, I I just
4: I I, I just quit adding uh, isinglass. Why?
3: I did have a que- I didn't want to get into it because it's a whole other topic. So don't get into it, please. I'm going to mention, though, that there was a question that talks about, you know, Paxton likes to say, challenging your brewing did assumptions. say something? I didn't hear anything. And he <laughs> talked about why you're using uh, you know, Isenglass, Worflock, things like that. So, Colin, that why have you, why'd why you stop using it?
4: Um, I found a product that saves me about 45 minutes per batch of my labor. I see. And works better. What is it? It's uh, uh, water glass. What? It's, it's, a, it's really? a, a. That's what a, it's, it's called.
3: That's its brand name. No, oh. no.
4: Water glass is the chemical. So it's, it's a, still another it, form it, of fish guts. No, it's a silica. I see. It's basically sand. Okay. And they found a way to. They, they found a way to process oh, it. A
2: fish guts. You can add sand to your. And,
4: and and they process it to these little tiny nodules that are you know really small spheres. He said. And and died. they drop through the beer and they and settle everything up.
3: Okay. So it works better for you and less time.
4: Uh, way less time. Way easier. Uh, uh, everything about it. It's like a negative is, ion. On and and I I I the company you know that I was dealing with yeah. was was wanted to keep the rising glass uh, and I'm telling them you know I I'm I. We'll promote you. I'll teach any brewer you want how to use isinglass. I need this product. Let's keep it in the brewery. Yeah. Well, finally, nobody wanted to use it anymore. So I called up one of the brewers that had left long a long time ago, and I said, "So what are you using?" And a uh, uh, Blue Frog uh, uh, ah. uh, uh, brewery. Yeah, yeah. Bu- bre- the brewer Blue Frog, whose name escapes me at this moment, um, uh, says, "Oh well, you know, I, I went to this uh, uh, this uh, new uh, product." And so I switched over to it I used it once And I said okay and It was you phenomenal it. Okay
2: Amen <laughs>
4: yeah. I was right. like I was stupid For two years I was stupid Yeah
3: we're going to our last break. Paxton, you have two minutes, and I'm watching my clock right now, to summarize everything we've talked I'm kidding. You don't have to summarize everything we've talked about tonight. But I, but I would, would like you I to give actually us... I would like
2: to say one thing first.
3: Your, we could say two minutes worth of things. Okay. Your final words, uh, uh, if you would think about the, the cooking that we've talked about and holiday beers, if you would do that all in two minutes as we go to break. I'm putting you to the test. I'm training you, Paxton, for, for your life. At, you're going to be a media star. You're going to have to trust me on this. Okay. You're going to be a media man from here on out. I'm now. No I I am. I'm helping you grow your wings. You have two minutes to give us the goods and go. First off, just
2: happy Thanksgiving, everybody. (laughs) Very good. Good start. And enjoy what you do. Enjoy what you eat. And take the the time and the patience to, to not only roast your turkey or your goose or your your prime rib, whatever you might celebrate Thanksgiving with or Christmas with, and really just enjoy it. Um, you know, don't overcomplicate it. If you don't want to go there, if you want to overcomplicate it, spend the time to do that. You only got a couple of weeks left before Thanksgiving. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, you might have less time than that. So go with what you're comfortable with and really taste it enjoy it taste the process all the way along and as you're doing that teach yourself like wow what is this tasting and what am I tasting and and is this where I want it to be and this is what I want to serve to my family my guests my friends whoever might happen to be there
3: wow that was good
2: yeah, you know Your what? setup was so good.
4: So you I,
3: did great. We're gonna take that as a soundbite. Give it to you for your website. You just it should play every
4: time your people load up your page. Welcome Since to homebrewship. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Since we're training it's you, Sean, music. the other thing I would add is thank you very much for listening to me, and and I love my yes. listeners very much. <laughs> oh, I do, and and really,
2: I really wish all you guys are real happy Thanksgiving. It's it's really an honor to be able to to do this as a career and. And it's just, you know, again, it's just so much fun that you guys get a kick out of what I do for a living. We love what you do for a living, Paxton. So and thanks I'll for be being with happy us. Happy to do it for you again. Thank you, sir. And again, we'll do a pate show someday. Oh, now, see, that's just for me. I wouldn't. See. That'd be a a private, you just play that for yourself. I'm going
3: to give you a tip right now, and and you too, Colin. When you guys want to geek out about stuff, just make it something close to home for me. I'll shut my mouth the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You do a pate show, it'll probably be the worst radio we've ever done because I'll just want to listen to every word you have to say about pate. It'd be great. All right, quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to put Terrence the Black on the phone, or on the microphone anyway, and uh, see how it's going. We'll get the buzz of that needle going right there. We'll see how the pain factor's <laughs> doing for him and how everything's going. Hey, tip your bartenders if you're here, your bartenders and your wait staff. They're taking fantastic care of you, and I they always do here at Downtown Joe's. So please, take care of those who are taking care of you. and Thank you, folks you at home? for a great beer. Stay tuned. One more quick segment. We'll come back, uh, watch the webcam, and we'll see what kind of pain Terrence is in. Hang in there. It's the session. On the Brewing Network.
8: Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty Christmas you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, Draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way.
6: Anybody here wanna buy my nuts Selling nuts, hot nuts I've got nuts for sale One, four, five, two, fourteen. If you buy them want you buy them again Selling nuts, hot nuts You buy them from the peanut man Selling nuts, hot nuts
8: Anybody
6: here wanna buy my nuts? Selling nuts, hot nuts I've got nuts for sale You tell me your nuts is mighty fine But I bet your nuts ain't as hard as my selling nuts Oh, hot nuts You buy them from the peanut man Selling nuts, hot nuts Anybody here wanna buy my nuts? Selling nuts Hot nuts, you buy them from the peanut man. They say your nuts is minus small. Better have small nuts than none at all, selling nuts. Hot nuts, you buy them from the peanut man. hottest nuts in town selling nuts hot nuts you buy them from the peanut man selling nuts hot nuts anybody here wanna buy my nuts selling nuts hot nuts I've got nuts for sale when a hog gets hungry he begins to grunt. when a man gets hungry he begins to hunt hot nuts hot nuts Good man.
3: All right, welcome back to the session, everybody. Wrapping things up around here. It's starting to get crazy, as it usually does at the end of the night. We've got more tattoos lined up. And uh, right now, we're going to talk to Terrence the Black who's getting uh, his first tattoo. He's never had one before. And you can kind of hear the buzz in the, in the microphone. Terrence, how's it going over there, buddy? Uh,
9: it's going pretty good. It actually doesn't hurt as much as I thought it would. He's still just doing the outline, right? Yeah, you don't have to say that to me. <laughs>
3: I'll just saying, I th- I thought the same thing, and I was like, oh, yeah, piece of cake. Next thing you know, like a girl. <laughs> like like Bevo's face showed on the webcam.
9: I thought that she was giving birth or something when she was getting her tattoo. She looked like she was in really bad shape. It being.
3: looked bad, right? Yeah. Melissa, give uh, Beve that microphone real quick. Uh, Bevo, how bad was it?
5: It Did it really hurt?
3: It, it hurts. I don't right? know if
5: it was like and that. yours That's right just on your spine, really sensitive. Yeah, but that—I mean—it really, really hurt.
3: <laughs> I told you it hurts. It
5: felt like like a fingernail just being scratched exactly. across the skin. Exactly,
3: that was what I said that when the, when they did the color on mine. It felt like a flathead screwdriver being scraped in the same place <laughs> over, <laughs> over and, and over and over. Yeah. it's the same, right? Listen, I don't pull any punches, Beav. I told you it's gonna hurt like hell, and I was right.
5: And it, you were right.
3: And you got it on the spine too. Which Dude,
5: is my spine went numb. Like oh. it was, that was the best part. That was the I outsides was like, of it. Keep going for the spine. I like that.
3: So, breaking news is that uh, someone has just donated uh, enough money. For Sam to get a matching hop grenade tattoo, I think Sam is all. It, Vivo's husband is now going. to... I think he's getting the hop grenade on his bicep, like a big douchebag. Doucher. <laughs> he's going to be like that muscle-headed douchebag with a with a hop grenade on his bicep. Be like, look at what a man I am. That's a grenade. Have you seen the gun show?
5: Welcome to the gun show.
3: <laughs> that'll be his. Only not. That'll now be his motto. Welcome to the gun show with my hop grenade. So, Rob, how are you doing? Can you still do more tattoos? Are you hanging in there? He's, he's good. He's a machine, man. Uh, don't let him talk. He's, he's focusing. Yeah. You're, you're a machine. I, you're still going? Mine. You don't mind all these tattoos? Nope. Going to town. He
11: says he's going to buy me some shoes.
3: <laughs> Daddy needs some new shoes. Mama. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Listen, the guy's been doing great work. Uh, the buzz around here is how good the hop grenades look. Uh, if you saw Stubacca's tattoo, he's still rolling around here. It looks fantastic. The Bevo's looks really good. I'm really,
5: actually, really happy with that because I'll be honest, I was a little scared. I was like, (laughs) great, I'm going to have a stick figure of a (laughs) version of a hop grenade on my back.
3: Because we didn't know, right? No. Yeah, but we are
5: pleasantly surprised. We don't know what kind of Very tattoo good.
3: artists we're going to get out here in I'm Napa. I'm glad he
5: didn't learn in prison. That makes me happy too.
3: I'm not glad about that. I wish he had. It turns out the Rob is fantastic. Victimized Tattoos. You can go to myspace. Com slash victimized tattoos and check out his work. Also, I'm sure that hop grenades will be tweeted and Facebooked all over the social networks uh, for the next week uh, from from tonight's tattooing. And now. Rob, Bevo doesn't have a bandage or anything on her tattoo right now. She put all her clothes back on. She's all right? It's not like a big open wound that she has to worry about today? It's fine. No. Uh, Give us the basic care instructions. What does she have to do?
10: Keep it clean. Wash (laughs) it. Treat it like a sunburn. Um, People put Saran Wrap. It'll cook your tattoo.
3: Yeah, I've heard that, that Saran Wrap is Uh, bad.
10: Yeah, and gauze will stick to it. I see. Let it do its thing.
3: Okay. Uh, she has to put some grease or something on it, though, tomorrow?
10: Uh, yeah. I, ar- I already put um, I put A&D on her when I was done. You did. So okay. She should be fine.
3: For the diaper rash. Until she takes a shower. And then she should reapply A&D tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Terrence, you too. I have A&D for you guys. I'll share. Free of Since charge. I know, how, I know you guys both live in Panol and you're cheap bastards, uh, <laughs> so I will hand you well, my A&D. Know. It's untainted. He's clergy, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. <laughs> Terrence has to watch his budget. He uh, <laughs> Jesus doesn't pay well. <laughs> Let's face it. He, he, pa-
11: he pays well eternally, though.
3: I see. Well, you'll do fine. Not now that you've scarred your, your innocent skin, he won't.
11: His beautiful innocent.
3: Are you now? Be- that's his wife, Becca, on the line there. Becca, you're are you concerned that he, he now no longer has pure skin? He had he had a, he had a sexy arm before, right?
11: Uh, he still has a sexy arm. It's just got a hop grenade on it, which I'm okay with because it makes me kind of aroused in a way. It does. Yeah, a little bit.
3: It's an arousing tattoo. Yeah,
11: and you know Christians do get aroused.
3: (laughs) Really? I do. I didn't know actually. (laughs) Terrence, you might uh, you might get some action tonight.
9: Yeah, but I think she's thinking about you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Go. They're all listen, guys. (laughs) This is the problem with it. You're all cursed now with my stupid voice for the rest of your life. You're gonna look down. You're gonna go. A pretty voice. You got a pretty mouth. (laughs)
9: Back but there, up. there actually is a reason. I was going to get it on my other arm because that's my, um, I love my arm. It is. You're left. You're a lefty? Yeah, a lefty. I'm a I lefty. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's a total lefty. What
11: a freak. I've seen it.
9: Well, most <laughs> split- <laughs> <laughs> I told I you the show left is left winding down. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
3: Is it still just the outline, no color yet?
9: Yeah, it's just the outline. It's That's just the true. outline, but it's, it's looking really good though. He's really good.
3: It no sting. It's not like a little stingy for you, Terry. No,
9: it's not hurting so far. It just feels like a like a bee sting actually. It Doesn't yeah. feel that.
6: Ouch. That sounds
3: yeah. right. over
9: and over and over and over again. Yeah. And drag and the the bee stinging you in the same place multiple times, but.
3: Are you That's going fine, to get? Are you going to have him put Compton above it when he's done?
9: C o m p t o n and the <laughs> oh, 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 oh. city they call Beach.
3: You're not going to have him put LBC above it uh, when I you're might.
9: done. I might. I don't. <laughs> Church might not be Thug so life. accepting of that. Thug life, Thug life on my stomach. Ah, beer life. Beer life. <laughs> yeah. What? What?
3: How nerdy is that? Represent in old English. You put beer life across there.
2: And notice how the window. There's nobody in the window this time. They no. don't
11: like watching the blacks.
3: I
2: think I have a feeling that Colin's staff stopped seating people at that window. They
3: were no, just,
4: no, no. It's just later at night. There's uh, fewer people. Here. It's I just because he's black. <laughs> he's
11: not some hot, busty, buttful uh, babe uh, called Beverly. That's teen. true. He's
4: not that. That was good. Alliteration, uh, actually, though. what we did when we uh, started a good this whole project. Huh? When we started this whole project, we hit everybody pretty well. So. <laughs> nice work, Colin's a
3: listen, here's what I've learned about Colin. He's a sneaky bastard. And he tells you, he talks to you like it's all in the up and up, but really he's just sneaky. Oh, yeah. He's really good. All right. Well, listen, you've all done a great job tonight, especially the Rob. A big round of applause for Rob doing the
7: tattoos. Yeah. Yeah,
3: really did great work. I have to admit I was concerned uh, just because I didn't know the tattoo guy, and I thought, here's what's going to happen. All these BNers are going to show up. They're going to get these awful tattoos, and then I will be responsible. I will, you think I got hate mail about Monster. <laughs> Imagine the hate mail about the bad tattoos. Turns out the kid's great. He's doing I was really fully
5: prepared to make you pay for the <laughs> removal. <laughs> you were, right?
3: The, the even more painful laser yes. removal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Rob's really awesome. He's a, he's a great artist. Yeah. I might uh, be calling Rob for my next one.
4: I picked him. Okay,
3: you did. You did a great job, Colin. I, which is why I think
4: you should get one. You know, it, it might happen one day. There wasn't <laughs> day. time tonight. We yeah. already had a line. So oh, there is
3: a line. There's a yeah. long line. Now yeah. we just put Sam in the line for his bicep. T- and uh, bicep. yeah, good thing the bar's open late, right? Because <laughs> we're not staying on the air that long. That's for damn sure. Yeah. We're out of here.
4: Oh, d- come on! We got to stay on the air for Sam, right?
3: No. We don't. <laughs>
4: I'll tell you what I'll do. I will keep the
3: webcam on for Sam, though. And that's, a, that's a given. You can see that. But really, nobody cares that much about Sam. Not like they care about Bebo. So,
4: uh, uh, oh, come on. I it, care about Sam. But
3: don't worry. He'll be wearing... He will now wear muscle shirts for the rest of his life. So every beer oh, fest that Sam no. goes to us with, he'll be walking around with the muscles. Sh- like,
4: hey, is this the way to the weight room, guys? Anybody seen the restroom? I'm trying to find the restroom.
5: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But What's Disgusting. the uh, character
4: on SpongeBob that uh, has all the muscles? Is he does this. I don't. Know. You have the kid. You tell me,
3: Colin. I don't know.
5: Larry the, Larry, the Larry. Oh, Larry good. the lobster. That's Larry the lobster. For you, you who don't know, the ladies,
3: the ladies know, and the daddies know is what is happening. Which is a good
5: combination. Yeah. Right? No, Terrence knew that. We didn't.
3: All right. What else do I have to do? I have to give away some Belgian candy sugar. Hey, Stubaka, you ever had? Uh, you ever gotten Belgian candy sugar from us? No. You have it. You deserve it. And I'll tell you why. Because Colin and I joked about this whole tattoo situation. Thought it was a good idea, though, even though we were joking. And Stubaka sent me an email right away and said, I'm down. I'll get the tattoo. So for helping us cultivate the idea and realize that maybe this is a good idea. That's a great idea. And by the way, in radio, it's always like uh, 40-60. 60 60 that it's a really shitty idea, and 40% that it
4: might work out to be great radio. Hey, I want to just mention that I'm 100%.
3: Your ideas have been good so far. So Stubaka wins our Belgian candy (laughs) sugar from Dark (laughs) Candy tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, not just that. Do you have a hoodie? You have a hoodie already? I do. Oh. Well, I wanted to give you a hoodie. My drink of the Week. You already won Drunk of the Week, didn't you? Yeah. And, yeah, I'm, I and I have a medal for you, right? Do we have another medal in that bag that, you <laughs> that we gave to our passed out Drunk of the Week? Because I think I told Stubak I'd bring him his medal today. I think we put it on the drunk girl, the passed out girl. That's all right. You live close. I can give you yours. I was going to give you a hoodie, too, but hey, you already hey, have you one. You
4: know what? You owe me one. I owe you a hoodie? No, a- you owe me a Drunk of the Week medal. <laughs> That's right. When you puked, you were our Drunk of the Week guy. That wasn't even the week I won. was <laughs>
3: <laughs> Really? Yeah. I thought that was the
4: week no, you won. No, that wasn't even the week I won. Jesus, I owe you two. I owe you a Drunk of the Week Dude, trophy.
3: Forget the medal. <laughs> you need to put it up on the bar. <laughs> yeah, I have to look at like the Stanley Cup, like some big-ass uh, pint glass medal. You want me to give away the Belgian candy sugar to somebody else, B? you want to pick, was was anybody extra nice to you in the chat room tonight? Uh, Yeah, I
5: really haven't been paying too much attention to it, to be honest. My
3: my whole Facebook group. You're making it difficult on me. You win the goddamn sugar. All right, that's it. Don't make it hard on me. I don't have it tonight anyway. It's going to get shipped to you, so you know. All right, Stubaco wins uh, Belgian candy sugar from Dark Candy, Inc., uh, courtesy of Dark Candy, Inc. Uh, Can I um, great product. No.
5: also share that JP has been texting me for the last hour?
3: See, this <laughs> pussy goes away. He ditches the show, and he still can't leave you alone. What's he texting you? What a great time he's having. He wants to know
5: if you got one, and I said no, because you technically already have one. True. He wants to know how many people have gotten one. I told him so far, it looks like about five people are going to get one. Yeah. And he's responded with, that's the worst idea I've ever heard of. It's awful.
3: (laughs) Do me a favor and text him back. If he wants to know about the show, he should show up for the show. Oh. And stop asking questions and enjoy his night with the faggies or whoever he's out seeing. Okay. What is it again? The posies? The Pearlies, the, fairies? the Nutties, what is it again? I can't, the Fairy, who's he seeing? Pocahontas on Ice. Pocahontas on Ice, that's right, I forgot. All right, yeah. Tell him, listen, no questions, show up for the show. Send me an email, it goes, hey, I can't be there on the, what's today's date? The 8th. Well, why? I have to go to a concert. There's no concert missing <laughs> show action? Unless it's me. I'm allowed to do that. But unpaid co-hosts have to show up for every show. That's the way it works.
4: All
3: right, our work here is done, right, Colin?
4: So, well, you know, I, I was just going to mention See, you the, never last let time, me leave. the last time I was in the chat room, no. um, I wasn't listening to the show, but you guys were on the air, and uh, everybody seemed to be rather perturbed with JP. <laughs> yeah, what else is new? Yeah, that's new. <laughs> and, and this happened to be the uh, first show you did after uh, NABF. No, the, uh, uh... NABF is what Terrence
3: goes to every October. <laughs> it's a different, uh... It's a different festival. What, what festival are you to? The
4: uh, National Association of Boys? <laughs> 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 it could be that. <laughs> yeah. No, the, uh, uh in Oakland, uh... Uh, oh, the NHC, Homeburst. the, the Homers Conference. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot, That's
3: what they were angry about JP
4: for then. Yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, it what was happened because, on the bus. Yeah, I, I never quite a, heard because nobody said about it in the chat room. We've
3: hashed it out. He uh, he got in a fight, and someone else got in a fight, and uh, he, he's an ups- He's easy to upset. He's upsettable. He's excitable. And I, I've
4: known JP way longer than you guys have, so, so you know how <laughs> excitable he is and upsettable he is,
3: and his feelings get hurt easy, and his feelings were hurt. Also, he was kind of right. We had a douchey listener on the bus that JP had to...
4: Everybody in the chat room decided that he needed some Xanax. We've decided that several times over. He's, uh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I don't know what was said because I this has listen been to covered. I don't. It's
3: not that I don't want to talk about it. and We have done entire episodes about JP needing Xanax. That's a, I that's I, I was I'm,
4: actually trying to dig yeah. into open wounds. I, he'll love you for. It. I'm sure you'll get a phone call
3: from him tomorrow, and he'll wish he had come here instead of Disney on Ice. All right, we're out of here. How about that? Thanks everybody for uh, coming out, uh, listeners. It's always great to see you here, and I appreciate your support every time we come out to downtown joes it means a lot not only to us but obviously to colin and the staff here at downtown joes thank you everyone you make it you make a sunday night exciting uh, out here with some beer and some fun and some tattoos and um and some hoary activity Bevo. let's face it uh, hey. i was talking about terrence i just wanted you to agree with me whatever uh terrence you're doing a great job over there any final words from terrence uh, uh about the pain or,
9: or anything else um it doesn't hurt that bad um I actually thought I was going to get a unicorn at first, but... But we've somebody talked you out of it? <laughs> yeah. Jerks. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, will you tomorrow.
3: regret this tomorrow? Will anybody regret their tattoos tomorrow? Absolutely not. No, Bevo, no regrets yet? No. <laughs> All right, wait till you see the mirror. The guy who got the temporary tattoo raised his <laughs> hand.
7: <laughs> He's <laughs> regretting with the temporary tattoo. He came up to me, and I was making fun
3: of him as a joke. He had a ta- temporary tattoo in his arm. He goes, I asked Colin, does this count? And Colin looked at me and said, hell no. And I said, yeah, Colin's more hardcore than I am about the tattoos. No, only Real <laughs> ink gets you the dollar beers. Yeah, he came up to me at as I was Jones. getting
5: my tattoo, and I was like, you need to go stand over there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Stubacca, Bevo, to Terrence, uh, soon-to-be Sam all get dollar beers for as long as Colin is living here at Downtown Joe's. So this is a wonderful thing. And, uh, by the way, if you just show up in your uh, Hop Grenade gear, your shirts, your hats, anything else, you also get a discount just for being a part of the BN Army. Thanks to the wonderful people here at Downtown Joe's. Chad, great job today. Thank you for helping out. Uh, tasty, you did great just looking Looking pretty, I'm telling you. You were the sexiest guy sitting in a chair today. It was wonderful. Couldn't have done it without you doing that. Loved it. Thank you for being here. Um, kid with helmet, you did a great job too. Uh, nice to see you here. There's an eight year old hanging out now with a helmet. and uh, Nice to see you, buddy. Good,
4: good job, kid.
3: Good job. You did great tonight. Yeah, just by not falling and stuff. Although well, there are some marks on that helmet. You might have fallen once or twice. All right, it's creeping me out. We'll keep the webcam on because we got a couple tattoos left to do, and uh, we're out of here. Colin, thanks, my brother. Thank you. Oh we'll, we'll see what you all. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Man, you thought JP was creepy.
7: Bye guys. That was
3: JP fifteen years ago. <laughs> Bye guys. We'll see you next week.